With the fourth pick in the 2015 NBA Draft, the New York Knicks select Kristaps Porzingis from Liepaja, Latvia. He last played for us. Here comes Wall. And oh my God! Fouled by AC. Oh, Wall with uh -oh. the shot. Oh, AC might have thrown a punch. The officials step in. According to multiple reports, Knicks coach Derek Fisher was involved in an altercation with Grizzlies forward and former teammate Matt Barnes. The New York Post, which first reported this... ...forward, we have a vision, we have a plan, we're going to... Hello, welcome to another episode of the Preaky Smalls Pod. I'm with my co-host, Logan Dubiru. What's up? And I'm also here with our first guest, Daniel Solano. <laughs> forget his name. Yep. <laughs> Today, we're doing a special type of episode. Today, we reminisce about <laughs> the days of Nick's past. Today, we reminisce on the era that was Phil Jackson. So, we're going to take a compilation of, well, not rather compilation. We have an article from The Ringer that, that goes over the whole era of Phil Jackson, and we'll be reacting to his moves and whatnot. Got something to say? No, let's get to it. <laughs> no, let's get to it? Okay. I'm going to hand it over to Solano, so I'll be the, the last guy to react to everything. But, uh, yeah, we can go from there. So, wait, what are we reacting to right now? So, right now, we're going to start. We'll start. Sorry, Solano. <laughs> uh, so, we're going to start in the year of 2014, where on March 17th, Phil Jackson was hired as the president of, uh, president of basketball operations. Now, to set the mood, right? This team, the previous year, was what? The 30, second... Like 37 and like 43, I think. Well, I'm saying the year that they were the second seed, 54. Oh, that was 12-13. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the previous, that previous, uh, two previous seasons, they were... Uh, oh, nice. Solano's got it pulled up. What a smart nice. kid. Um, so they had just, they had, were just the second seed. They bounced Boston out of the playoffs. But early in the playoffs, we saw, like, you remember when they were wearing black for no fucking reason. Yeah. They made that series a series that should have never gone yeah. that long. So then they lost to the Pacers. Yeah. Everybody knows the famous, okay. uh, the famous fucking Roy Hibbert uh, block on Carmelo Anthony. <sighs> so we go into the following year, start off fucking horrendously. The Knicks trade for fucking Andrea Bargnani in exchange for fucking two first-round picks. Landry Fields. Landry Fields is gone. Like it's Our entire it, bench was gone. Basically, yeah. the fuck it was a shit show. It was a shit show. Oh yeah, I think you can agree. Have you saw? I don't know if you saw the Nick Solano during that time. No, it was bad. It was, I remember. It was bad. It was it was painful. It's painful to watch. Hit a, he took a three and uh, when they could have held the ball. Oh yeah, I, I maybe I'll put that clip in this. <laughs> what is we have a. Uh, <laughs> They got the rebound. He shoots it again. What is he doing? <laughs> he Have doing you ever seen it? Yeah. Oh my god, it's so funny. What is he doing, folks? <laughs> and Klein never gets angry. That's when you know he's angry. <laughs> he was so mad. Oh yeah. So, I guess in all of that, they just missed out on the playoffs in uh 2013, 2014. They just yeah. missed out. They lost out to the Atlanta Hawks. I think by either half a game. It's still a pathetic record to get in. Thirty seven wins and you're in the playoffs. Listen, and man. The East was bad. The East was bad. The East was bad. Yeah. You have anything else to say? Nothing else. No. No. I remember the East being so bad. <coughs> yeah. Having a sub on five hundred records is like, are we almost gonna make it? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Dude, think about it. Like, bro. Like, remember, like these 
people were like, oh, yo, the Magic teams were so good. I was like, bro, they were barely making playoffs of the eighth seed. Like, there were sub-500 records, man. They would always win two back-to-back years. They would always win one game. Oh, my God. They would take the one game off the guys. Like, I remember it was, um, what the f- his name dj augustine he yeah. had a game winner <laughs> against toronto. toronto and then they got just gentlemen swept the rest of the way and then last the, um, bucks, the bubble the, the bubble bucks, year yeah. bubble year they stole one game the bucks too yeah game one. and then we were we I remember there's so many articles being like oh what if the bucks are in trouble we're like dude it's the magic <laughs> but the bucks were in trouble though they yeah. found out they the next round sweat. yeah they found out the next round uh so yeah so going back to the topic so in uh response to Narrowly missing out the playoffs, our uh, beloved uh, owner, Mr. Dolan, decided to <coughs> both fire. I don't, who was the previous? I don't even know who the previous. I don't think it matters, does it? It really it doesn't Isaiah, matter. Isaiah, no, it was not Isaiah. Was, yeah, it was not Isaiah. So, in response, they brought in Phil Jackson. And, you know. Initial thoughts, like, what did you guys generally think when Phil first came? I was pretty happy, initially. Yeah, I didn't really watch um, basketball as in-depth at the time. So, like, when um, Phil was added, I would have I would have just been like, oh, I mean, you know, he's a, he knows what he's doing, so uh, maybe he can help bring our franchise around. I mean, he, he was with Michael Jordan, then he was with Kobe, so this could be, like, his third stint, for all we know. Um, but... Yeah, I just didn't really have too much reaction to it. Just optimism. Yeah, there was a lot of optimism. I was like excited because, like how you said in the, like how you said Kobe, Michael Jordan, and I was like, "Yo, we got this, we got this, we got this," and then shit happened. I was just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> the shit hit the fan real quick. So, dude, if you want to go ahead, straight, you can go ahead. Yeah, all three of us got phone calls and notifications. No, mine, mine was just a timer. I, uh, I get these random-ass calls from... I'm, I'm putting this on the podcast. Yo, whoever's from Garden City and calling me, stop doing that. It's annoying. Every other time I go on my phone, it's like, get a call from Garden City. I'm like, who is this? <sighs> all right. <laughs> you ready to go? <laughs> so, the first action of Phil Jackson was to sign Shannon Brown. It was not Lamar Odom. As contrary to popular oh. belief. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Clip. It's Shannon Brown first. Shannon Brown was an unemployed guy just chilling, and there's a reason why no, t- no team took him. I mean, okay. He was nice. He used to be nice, like in in the in the Lakers era. Because he has what a couple of flashy things. Everyone okay, remembers could, his his, could, okay. his famous pin down fucking blocks that got right. called for a foul. He's not he's not like a a rotation player, but he's an energy guy. He's res- he's at the lowest level of respect you can get to someone. He's at that level. He's not like a bum. And then I mean, in the Lakers era, at least. And then I I don't know what happened in between, but Phil Jackson's next move. Signs Lamar Odom. Yeah, that was. I don't know what we're doing. There. Who was saw, Who was on crack? <laughs> around the time they signed him. You know what Max's response to that was? He was like, "Who Phil or Lamar?" On crack. You know, he never played a game for the Knicks. I figured. He I don't even play remember a him single on the fucking game for the Knicks, man. I don't even remember him on the Knicks. And then five days later, yeah, on April 21st, they fired F- Mike Woodson after having the second yeah, best record two years ago. And then just missing out on the playoffs, they fired Woodson. 
And they started off horrendous too, and they still had thirty seven wins. Yeah. Like we were like fifteen and fifteen or something. Yeah. They were no, all, we, were, we were five and they 15. were one oh they had a record of one oh nine and seventy nine under Woodson. Yeah, they should have kept him. Because remember when D'Antoni was our coach in eleven twelve, um, we were like de- our offense was popping, but we were like we're decent. And then when um Woodson came in, we like really like got our shit together and we're more of a complete team. I mean we lost to Miami either way, but huh? what happened? Uh, somebody has to come into the house. So, uh, nobody's home and they have to check something. You, you want to go down? No, I can go in like 10, 15 minutes. Are you sure? We'll, I mean, we'll be going. No, it's okay. I'm okay. Are you sure? Yeah. There's no worries. No, it's okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So, we were just on how, like, well, we just, you just missed the part where we talk about Lamar Odom getting signed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you have any thoughts about it? I don't remember that happening. You really? <laughs> Do you know the infamous um, Stephen A. Smith rant where he goes? But he for, was on crack. Yeah, that. and he was on crack. He was. he was on crack. He didn't play a single fucking game for them. He didn't play a single fucking game. It was bad. It was awful. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Shannon Brown, I can kind of get maybe as a veteran presence, but Lamar Odom was not in, nowhere near the right mindset. So, what the hell are you thinking about putting him in the NBA? Next, next incident under Phil Jackson. The man gets fined for tampering with Derek Fisher while he was still a player of the OKC Thunder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you want to know something? Do old? you know Steve Kerr was available, too, yeah. for well, the job? Okay, okay. I knew you were going to bring him up because I was about to just counter okay. it. So, Kerr turned down the job. Kerr turned down the job. Why did he turn it down? Why would you? Why would I mean, you? I guess it's Golden State. Available, Golden State so, yeah. was already a winning franchise. Like yeah. they had already, they were still <laughs> putting up like 40, 40 wins, fifty. Yeah, wins but team. we weren't like terrible. We were at thirty seven wins and just missed the playoffs and started like five just, and fifteen. We I, weren't like you know. There's got to be. We reasons. weren't like fourteen, fifteen yet. You there's know? there's got to be reasons. There's got to be reasons. Why. I guess because what I think Phil made. I mean, Phil and Steve would have made perfect sense to me because you know Phil Jackson, Steve Kerr. They have a relationship, so I thought that, you know, Steve would rather sign with someone he's played under. He didn't hate Phil, did he? Did, I don't know, but did did you know that? Did you know that they talked to Kerr before he took the Golden State job? Yes. These are things that, like, you find out the more and more. This is where you're going to start hearing more and more. The little things about, like, about the, how Phil, Phil mix, uh, missed out on shit. Wait till you get to the draft, buddy. Wait till we get to that draft. So... <laughs> He ends up hiring Fisher. You want to know what I just found out? Apparently, what? Tim Hardaway Jr. found out that uh, he was talking to his girlfriend and asked him, this guy, this guy wait, 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 I'm sorry, what again? So Tim Hardaway Jr. once denied that Fisher was involved with his girlfriend, but he confirmed that he asked his girlfriend whether she had been involved with Fisher. Which means a player on the Knicks possibly thought that the team's coach was hooking up with his girlfriend. Come on, man! Wait, Tim Hardaway Jr.'s... Okay, Fizz was hooking up with Hardaway's girlfriend? Not Fizz. Fisher. <laughs> Not Fizz. I'm sorry. Fisher. My Fisher. Bad. Yeah, yeah. So this guys, is... Yeah. Der- obviously, everyone remembers the... the. Do you know... You know the Matt Barnes incident. Yeah. The Matt Barnes incident. <laughs> this is during that tenure. Oh he is God. the coach of the team, and it happened. Yeah. He came to practice with a fucking black eye. Like, what the <laughs> fuck are we doing, man? And the worst part is, he didn't even just say anything. Everybody knew. Everybody fucking knew what he happened. Bro, I'm surprised of all people, Phil doesn't get that if a teammate and a coach have previous history, it's not going to work. Especially a young player. 
And if it's an immature like problem, you know, like why the hell would you bring him on if like what? Because he was like one of our young prospects at the time, wasn't he? Like one of our top young dudes. So like you know, we had like somewhat of a future with him. Why would you? He's an important part of our team going forward. Why would you bring someone that he's not going to vibe with? Words, man. You could speak a lot of. Why you didn't know that part? I didn't know the part about the Tim Hardaway. That part I didn't know either. He <laughs> just told me now. Man, That's crazy. it is a wild. He's a savage. This article is in depth, Damn. dude. They do a really good job about it. This is such. It's such a good timeline. So June fifteenth, the Knicks <laughs> trade Tyson Chandler and Raymond Felton to the Mavericks mm-hmm. for Jose Calderon. Samuel D'Alembert, oh, Wayne man. Ellington, the oh, first time on wait. the same. We had him before? Shane Larkin and two second round picks. We had Wayne Ellington before? And se- Shane, uh, Wayne Ellington was or traded. 19, whatever the fuck Wayne was. Ellington okay. was traded before he even played for It doesn't game. even matter because it wasn't like he was good anyway. But it, This wasn't even a good deal. No, it's not a good deal. Tyson, Ch- Ty- hold on. Tyson Chandler for for Jose Calderon and Samuel Dallenberg. Who the hell is Samuel Dallenberg? <laughs> it says in the article here, Dallenberg played a few games with the Knicks and hasn't been in the league since. Larkin was objectively awful. Yeah. This wasn't even yeah, a good was, salary. Larkin was not good. They yeah. got stuck with three more years of Jose Calderon instead of Chandler's expiring deal. Yeah, I know. Did they lose money on that contract? They yeah. lost money on the contract. They gained more money. Because because no, Chandler was expiring, so he, yeah. we would we could just let him walk and not pay him. But Jose Calderon was an extra three years of like practically the same money. And Jose Calderon, <laughs> not like Jeremy Lin or something. Jose Calderon. So Felton was a stud. Though. I mean, yeah, when he was, like, younger. What was, like, 35 when he came to the Knicks? Dude, the first time or the second time? Second time was awful. Yeah, was awful. What was the second the time? The second time was, like, uh, I forgot what they had to do. They had brought him in for... I forgot when exactly they Wait, brought him in. when is the first time? The first time is when... With Phil Jackson, uh, right? When, um, what's his face? Um, oh, my God. Mike D'Antoni was still on the team. That's oh, the we first had him? Time. Yeah. That, oh, he was part that. of the... He was part of the He's the he was part of that team that like with uh that started on with fire him? with Amari. He was running pick oh, and roll okay, with yeah. him. I actually didn't know that. I thought yeah. we got called him for the first time in the Dallas Mavericks deal. No, 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 no. <coughs> the second time, Jesus Christ, man. So, the next thing we don't have a first round pick that year, oh, courtesy God. of Phil Jackson. Oh, so they drafted. Wait, wait, wait. We lost a pick in that Chandler trade. No, it's because of the previous year because of the Andre Bargnani deal. We lost a pick in that. <laughs> they drafted. They was two first round picks. Why do you think it's one of the worst deals in NBA history? I, yeah. You know what they did with that? De- uh, what they did with that pick? What did they do? It's your favorite center in uh fucking uh San Antonio. What Yakupertle? Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yakupertle's a good center. Good, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, we have Mitch now, so I'm not going to complain. Yeah. But yeah. How, what way? What ways to get there, right? <laughs> so they took um, they took Anthony early and Thanasis Atetokounmpo with those two second round picks. That's not; those aren't bad picks. Honestly. So are we really For not going to talk. Though. We're not going to talk about Anthony early. The okay, man who was fucking. Do you know Anthony was early was shot in the club? I remember that. Yeah. What see? does it have to do with him being drafted? <laughs> Who gives a shit? 
ready to get shot on the job. Where did he get shot? I think he got shot in the knee. He got shot in the club, and you're asking, why did you get shot? Why are you going to the club? He's a basketball player. He's going to do that shit. Oh, yeah. He really is a basketball Where is he now? Where is he now? I don't even think that anybody, I don't even think a team picked him up afterwards. in Greece or some shit. After he got shot, was he just done with the league? Yeah, I think they. I think he was injured and never came back to play a game. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> we shouldn't be laughing. Who gives a shit? Fuck him! Didn't Paul Pierce get stabbed, like, or some shit? Like, I think he. Uh, to be fair, I think Pierce got stabbed in the off season. So, <laughs> and all bets are off. <laughs> So, See, people came. Was it because of his knee that he couldn't play? Uh, because he yeah, because he was injured. Okay, okay. Well, like, he didn't come back to the league because of his knee. Wasn't yeah. didn't like Chris Copeland or someone get like shot, like shoot himself? Or Yo, something? I miss Cope. Shout out Cope, man. <laughs> he, Cope was he, one of the good. Uh, good had, was it him or Jordan Hill? Someone had like an injury in the club, like got stabbed or something. Uh, no, not we're talking about Plaxico Burris. Oh shit! I'm actually might have yeah, been. You're Did he What's shoot him? I don't know, man. Yeah, he shot himself. How do you do that? He got shot yeah he got shot in the foot or something or the he had it like in here idiot yeah. bro what the fuck you doing man i mix blasco he was good cut the game and he touched them yeah stud anyway Anyways. so we move on i don't know who the hell do you remember luis labore no. he never came oh over. louis La- um so i remember seeing his name trust me man it's better if we don't know <laughs> i remember seeing his name on the roster in like 14 or 15 i think it's 15 i saw his name on the G- on like the the summer league roster yeah he never came yeah. over though he never <laughs> <right>. came over <laughs> So, the next the next thing, it was it was the off season where Carmelo Anthony was due to become a free agent, right? Twenty fifteen, uh, fourteen, yeah, twenty fourteen, right? And we everyone knows. I don't know if you know, but most people know that Carmelo Anthony had a real chance to go to Chicago and play with the Bulls and play with that D Rose and Joakim Noah. Well, this yeah. is before Butler popped up, but Butler yeah, and Butler was still on that team, right? So, like you know. Okay, I'm gonna say I'm gonna be in the minority. I, I I was I was okay with him leaving. I had no problem with him leaving. Yeah, looking back now, I wouldn't have minded just because like we weren't going anywhere with him, and I'd rather yeah. him just win somewhere else too. Yeah, but he's a New York native, and I respect him for he's that. He's not like, he even a New York in, native though. He's born, he's born in Brooklyn. Maryland. Is he? Yeah, he's born in like. Or Brooklyn. I think he was born in New York, but like he grew up in Maryland. Yeah, but he went to Syracuse and all that. He's a New York kid. Is <laughs> there? A New York State kid. Uh, An Empire State kid. Yeah. In New York. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, um, I respect him for staying, honestly. Like, more. I I mean, we weren't going anywhere with him or without him anyway, because, well, we can talk about all this later, but. This is how, yeah, this is where we differ. Like, uh, what what are you looking up? He was, uh, he grew up in Baltimore, Maryland. Oh, he did. Sent by his mother in Western Virginia for a better learning environment. So he didn't even grow up in New York. He just went to school <laughs> in New York. No, he. Where was he born, though? Uh, I could have sworn it's like Brooklyn or Patterson, New Jersey. One of those two places. Patterson, New Jersey is not even New York. Bro. Okay, but it's New York City, so it's the same thing. It's not. It it's says New same, Jersey. It's the same thing. It's not. Place of birth is Brooklyn. Okay, it was Brooklyn. All right. We're blue. I don't know who Patterson is then. Kiam. Kiam. Wait, Kiam. what's his name? Kiam. Kiam and Kiam. So I should say K Anthony. <laughs> that sounds weird. Carmelo K Anthony. <laughs> oh, that sounds weird. <laughs> so, speaking of Mello, 
they he decided to stay because he got the he got a bigger deal in New York. So he signed for five years, one hundred twenty four million dollars. He was close to getting out of his prime, right? Yeah, he was like early thirties. I want to say. Yeah. So and one of the worst parts about that deal was Phil Jackson gave him a no trade clause. <laughs> this yeah. is the start of the no trade clauses. Yeah. Was, See, at the time, the New Yorker in me would have been like, oh, that's a great deal. Carmelo's a superstar. But, like, understanding the game of basketball now more and seeing, like, at the time, we could see a trend in um, less ISO, more, like, pass-heavy offenses. Like, um, I know D'Antoni kind of started that trend years ago. but well, um, D'Antoni was, like, was right in thinking Yeah, so I take a look at the Golden State, man. Dude, look at, look at the Clippers that year. Look at Golden State was starting to do that that year. Um... Like any LeBron James led offense, look at the Spurs. They were doing it like always. I mean, they yep. didn't really do six seconds or less. But. I'll see you in a bit. Our see guest is leaving. Are you leaving? Leaving? Yeah, I have to go stay there. Oh man, yeah. well, barely had nice. our guest. It was nice having you on for a little bit, man. <laughs> it's all good, man. Don't worry about it. It's all good. All right, so yes, you asked for it. See you, bro. I'll be back. All right, man. Peace, man. Peace out. Well, we lost our uh, our, our guests. Un- unforeseen circumstances. All good. No worries. So, life. huh? I just said life. Life. So they signed him and gave him no trade clause for no reason. Oh yeah, no. So I'm saying that, um, like knowing the game of basketball more. If I if this was if I had that knowledge at the time, I would have disagreed with the no trade clause just because like you see a trend that. We're going more towards ball movement and at least at least ball movement. Maybe not the whole shooting part wasn't as obvious back then, but we were, we were starting to like get to a more like move the ball around all that type of offense. And Melo's like the opposite of that. Like, yes. Even in Denver, like as beautiful as his low post and mid post game is, which I fuck with big time. I love his I love watching his footwork. It's it's not like team friendly at all. It's not team friendly at all. You know, so like, yeah, I would have disagreed with the no trade clause. And it's not like he was like passing out of the the low post either. You know, no, he's just looking for a shot. He's looking That's for right. a shot. He's yeah. looking for a shot. That's why, like, I get like I always get into like disagreement sometimes with like with especially with Nick fans mm. because like because I'm more of like a flaw off. Listen, I like one of the best teams I've ever watched play was the San Antonio Spurs that knock that beat yeah. the shit out of that the Heat K- team. Heat team, yeah. yeah. That, they were like a record margin too. Yeah. Oh my god, they were so beautiful to watch. Like it's like it was yeah. be- it was awesome to watch. They had a superstar, but like he wasn't like he wasn't stopping the offense. You know, they they were just one unit. They're in sync. Yeah, it was so it was nice. beautiful to watch. Yeah. So that's why we differ. New York fans will still love Melo because he stayed. You know. Yeah, I respect him. I just think his game harmed our team more. Yeah. So, like, if we if if he left, I wouldn't have minded it. I just respect his attitude, though. Yeah, I just think I'll. I just find it. You know, like I know the media for a long time in New York were trying to force Melo, and I guess maybe I bought into that too because I would only be reading ESPN and shit. Um, because there wasn't many outlets that would cover the Knicks in like a positive light. They were trying to force Melo to be. Think of how we think of Tatum, bro. Like how I want Tatum to be more of a playmaker, and he's not that. Yeah. Um, the the problem is though, like if I get if you don't want Melo to be the playmaker, but this also goes on on was Phil the one controlling our roster for the most part? Yes. Okay, this goes on Phil then because 
at the very least, you got to find players that fit with Melo. Yeah, I don't. I, we didn't get into the fourteen, fifteen roster yet. I no. don't know if you want to. Yeah, yeah. I, could, first, uh, I, mean, I could basically talk about how that doesn't fit at all. So for the uh, for the fourteen, fifteen roster for that year, God, this is gonna fucking pain me to say. Quincy AC, Cole Aldridge, Lou Almondson, oh fuck, <laughs> Carmelo Anthony, Andrea Bargnani, Jose Calderon, Samuel D'Alembert, Clay Anthony Early. Get Langston Galloway, Tim Hardaway, Shane Larkin, Ricky Lido. Oh Who? <laughs> Ricky Lido. Pablo Prigioni. Shout out the patron. Yeah, pretty small. <laughs> Iman Shumpert. Alexi Shved. Send that dude oh my God. back to the Soviet <laughs> Union, <laughs> man. His layup. <laughs> yeah, can we Legend, put that as a thumbnail instead? Legends <laughs> to this day. Like above the rim. <laughs> Legends say it's still up there, man. <laughs> Jason Smith. Oh, yo. <laughs> oh, dude. It's I got so to speaking of, he was literally the next event to happen. In July 18th, they signed Jason oh Smith. Oh, my God. I, went- I mean, he's like a, a calm backup at best. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's Colorado. I think we started him. Yeah, that's Colorado State's finest. Oh, my God. J.R. Smith. Lance Thomas. <laughs> How much we paid him again? I'm not trying to figure that <laughs> oh out. Oh my god! And Travis Ware would always <laughs> show up fucking, on. Who Travis Ware was this random, <laughs> random white shooter that would just like. Shoot. Is he good? I don't think <laughs> so. I don't know who he is. Yeah, he would just randomly pull up. He went to UNC and UCLA. Do you remember in 1415 the the game before Thanksgiving when we played Dallas and went to overtime when Jared Smith was going off? Is that like when he first came to the team? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this was this was Tyson's first game against the Knicks. We lost that game. But this was Jared Smith in 14-15. Oh, okay, okay. I think you we were at Prince's house. Uh-huh. And uh, that's when I first like got a glimpse of what kind of personality you wore. Fucking Raymond Felton was coming on your cursing him out. <laughs> <laughs> Not Ray Felton. Did we have Felton that year? No. Someone no. Else. No. He came on. A, he was on Dallas. Yeah. I remember. That's why. Okay. Okay. We had. Yeah. We had Calderon. What am I saying? Fucking. Like he's any better, honestly. But yeah, no, I remember that year. So the next event, August sixth, the Knicks traded Wayne Ellington in that big deal and Jeremy Tyler to the Kings for Quincy AC and Travis Outlaw. <laughs> Travis Outlaw. Wasn't he like okay one year or something? I don't. I know he's old. At the time. Apparently, he was expensive. He didn't even play a game for the Knicks. He's expensive. Okay. And then what? Well, obviously, do you remember Quincy AC? Oh yes. Do you remember? Jesus. Do you remember the most famous event with Quincy AC? What was the most famous event again? When he tried to punch fucking John Wall during Christmas. <laughs> I don't remember this actually. Are you serious? No, I don't. Oh, it's hilarious. That <laughs> Why he was... were we playing Christmas games in 14? I think that could have been one of the last games. We... No, oh the Boston game no, when we had per- Porzingis. Yeah. yeah, when we had Porzingis. Porzingis went off and we lost that game too. That's a different story. All right. Uh, that one. So yeah, so Quincy AC oh, was no. Huh, what's up? He punched. Oh well, I'm gonna put it up on the screen. Don't oh, worry. Okay. Oh, on the screen screen. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quincy AC. <laughs> Man's a fuck. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, this shit is fucking like, stupid, he's like bro. A big tough guy. It looks like um. No, I can't think of a word right now. Well, whatever the case is, the net. Yeah. Uh, well, that loads up. So, 
Langston Galloway was the next thing. <coughs> shout out Langston. He was nice. Shout out Langston. He's actually a nice uh, recently, too. I think he averaged like 10. What the, f- the fuck are you doing, dude? That's clearly a fa- You can't just run into someone and be like, yo, why are you calling a foul? They're only down 11, dude. Yo, is that Chris Humphreys? <laughs> he was in the Wizards, yeah. He was he was actually nice for a couple seasons before he uh before he married Kim. Yo, Quincy is. He was uh, Quincy AC, I'll say one thing about him. I liked him on the Nets for like a stretch of games. Because he was like a hustler. But he also is not that good. <laughs> Yo. Put a raid and ruin someone's Christmas. <laughs> Where, what do you mean? We're the ones home. They're ruining our Christmas. They're beating us. It's 91 Dude, to 80. <laughs> Quincy AC ruined his family's Christmas. <laughs> the whole day, they got to think about how this dude punched a player to, to a Christmas game. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. I'm, I'm sick of this guy. Okay, so the next event is um, October 8th. The Knicks signed DJ Mbunga. (laughs) Spell his his last name. M-B-E-N-G-A. I don't know if you remember him. He was always on the Lakers benches during their their finals runs. DJ Mbunga. I have no clue. DJ Mbunga. I just don't know. Imagine if he was, like, good. Imagine if he's like a dunker or something, you just like hear like a Charlotte Hornets fans and be like, Mbenga. Yeah, no. Oh, golly, wally, Mbenga. It's not Clyde <laughs> calling it. It's the fucking the, the Hornets announcer, dude, uh, whatever yes. his name is. October. So, but yeah, we, I don't know. I have no idea who that yeah, is. Yeah, he never made training camp. Okay. Bro. So, October 27, 2014, the Knicks trade Travis Outlaw in a 2019 second round pick for Arnett Moutre. I don't know who that is. Who? Arnett. The Knicks instantly <laughs> cut this guy. We traded for him and then cut him? Then what's the point of trading for I mean, I guess we got rid of contract. But, but why did you trade for Travis Outlaw in the first place? How much was he again? Apparently, it was a $3 million deal. How? how what is he? Is he a big man? Or a, I think he was a four. I think it was a three. What is he good at? Like, is there anything he's, he's good at being an outlaw, bro? <laughs> I know he's a veteran. Is that why we signed him for real? Oh no! But you can read this next one. I'll be right back. He's thirty-seven years old. He was a fr- uh, two thousand three. Yeah, I don't know why we took him. What's that next one? Hold on. Oh God! <laughs> you don't want to be here for this. Oh, shit, I'm yelling into the mic. My bad. All right. Uh, this next one is a very triggering one. On January 5th, 2015, uh, we trade, as in the Knicks, we trade J.R. Smith and Iman Shumpert in a three-team deal. But guess who we received? We got Lou Amundsen, Alex Kirk, Lance Thomas, and a 2019 second-round pick for for Jared Smith and Iman Shumpert, who let's 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 put something in perspective. 2 years prior to this trade, Jared Smith was uh Jared Smith was averaging 18 points off the bench and he won 6 man of the year. And Iman Shumpert, I get that he wasn't like living up to the hype in 14-15, but this man was drafted like I think I think he was drafted in 11, I think 11-12 was rookie year. So 
from we're talking about a dude who's three seasons in the NBA and you're just giving up on him, and we're getting Lou Amundsen, Alex Alex Kirk, and Lance Thomas. Did you hear anything I said or no? Oh, I heard. I I I had saw dude, the dude Shumpert. Okay, Jerry Jer- Smith. I Shumpert was that was his third season. And we, he he showed promise for two seasons. He had a he had a down year. Okay, that's his fourth season. He had he showed promise for two seasons. Had a down year his third season, and we're in his fourth season. And we have Jerry Smith, who two years prior was six men of the year, and then we trade that for three useless random players. Who the hell is Lou Amundsen, Alex Kirk, and Lance? Yo, Thomas? sweet Lou, baby. What do you mean sweet? Yeah, man, two missed free throws in a, in a row. <laughs> and Lance Thomas egregious <laughs> fucking. You ever seen that travel call of his against yeah. OKC? <laughs> Didn't he get away with it? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, and they were Lance still down Thomas. by like double digits. Oh. Hilarious. Hilarious. Horrible deal. Horrible I deal. If you want to get rid of Jarrett Smith. Why would you get rid of Shumpert? I he remember they, this was just such a huge. It was like a big deal because I remember they were linked with fucking. Why uh, the fuck was he into the cast? I think yeah, I think the thing is too. Like I think Dion Waiters was supposed to be part of this deal, but Dion Waiters ended up going to OKC uh, yeah. in that deal. Dude, if we got Dion, actually, even if we got Dion Waiters, that'd be terrible because we already have Hardaway Junior. Those two would not fit. I would. I would. Over the way we got over this. I'd rather Dion. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Smoke all the weed you want, man. This is a Miami. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god what a disgrace man who the fuck is alex kirk i've never heard of him i don't know he sounds like a fucking star trek character yes yeah captain kirk yeah then february 19th 2015 happy new year's yo Next trade Pablo Pigioni to the Rockets for Alexi Shved, a 2017 second round pick and a 2019 second round. See, that's not a bad trade because Pablo Pigioni yeah. was. I mean, um, God bless him for our podcast, but he wasn't that good. <laughs> hey, man, it's and you just. I mean, Shved's at, at the very best, the same value as Pigioni at the time because Pigioni was hella old, and then you know we have two picks, so. So the Knicks, that. That the Knicks on February twenty second lost seven straight games. So I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Logan read 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 what he, this dude put on Twitter. You can read it, read it, read it. Hold up, Phil said the headline February twenty second, twenty fifteen. The headlines: Phil Jackson gets fed up. All right. So he tweets. Um, he tweeted each NBA game is an opportunity for players to show their best nature and please the basketball gods. And those who know what it takes. Today's game versus Cavs gave BB gods, basketball gods, heartburn, and those that know what it takes slash means a shake my the fuck. A sh- First of all, get Grammarly. Second of all, you put this roster together. That this this makes zero sense. You literally just traded. Our fucking like two two of our best two of our top like five players for basically garbage and like future picks, and then you do all these like random ass trades for like fucking Travis Outlaw. You get Quincy AC like they actually matter in the league. You get like Travis Ware. Who the fuck is this? And then you have the nerve to say, oh, uh, each NBA game these players they have to know what it takes to please the basketball gods, you know, because like you know. Uh, they have to know what it takes. That's basically what he just said. And it's like, you put this roster together. So clearly you don't know what it takes to please the basketball guys because 
you're not using that knowledge to get the right players who please the basketball gods. Do you not do you not get the hypocrisy here? You put this roster together. It's, it's like, dude, it's like if I made biryani and ate it, I'm like, oh, this tastes like shit. Like, who the fuck made this? It's like, oh shit, I made it. It just doesn't it just doesn't make sense, man. <laughs> you put this team together. It just doesn't make any sense why this guy would say just, something. What like. what is the grammar in the last tweet? <laughs> Today I shake my head. <laughs> the fuck what is that? Does he not know what it S and H means? <laughs> Phil Jackson traded away many of the team's best players when Coleman Anthony was injured, but sure, the players just don't want it. Oh, I'm sorry, because Alex Kirk clearly wants it. We can tell, right? Lou Robinson, when did, when did he get in the league? Uh, 2005, I want to say. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, who, who the fuck is cares? he? <sighs> okay, so the next uh, March 19th, the Knicks signed Ricky Lido. Yeah, who? who the fuck is that? Don't know who that is. Didn't even know he played. May 10th, Phil Jackson asks how the postseason of the Warriors is going <laughs> gunk. What? I, 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 I don't I think he's I don't did know. Did he tweet that or something? Yeah, or he or? did. What did he NBA tweet? analysts give me some diagnostics on how three point oriented teams are faring in the playoffs. Seriously, how's it going? Let me see the tweet. Sorry, NBA analysts got me this. Three point two. <laughs> so obviously, he he said this in response to when Memf- the Memphis Grizzlies were up two one on the Warriors during the go uh, during the West Conference semis. First of all, why are you talking during the playoffs when we didn't even make it? Yeah, I and guess just because he's uh, what's it called? Maybe he wants to watch people that please the basketball gods. So you know, doesn't want to watch our own team. You know what's hilarious about this? The yeah. how you tweeted about the Warriors. The Warriors would win eleven of the next fourteen games to become NBA champions for the first time in forty years. Wait, he's questioning three point shooting, or he's addressing? He's questioning questioning it. Oh, I thought he was saying. I thought he was acknowledging it. I was about to say, motherfucker, you're acknowledging it and you're not doing anything. Okay, no. so he's questioning it. Yeah. So he's just an old head. He's like he's those old toxic head. old head dudes that are like, oh, my generation's better than yours. Yeah, and all we that. live like, in. We Chamberlain li- would kill all you guys. Like, no, stop. You know what I mean? Like one of those dudes who's well, like. Chamberlain would kill a lot of dudes, though. He wouldn't kill Shaq. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> or, I mean, I'd argue Hakeem, too. They'd probably be even. Oh, he's getting off topic. Yeah. <laughs> what was I saying? Yeah, like he he's just. If you're. If you're um, how do I say this? If you have a very strong opinion on something, so strong that even logic, you're like, you don't listen to. Right? Like, let's just say you like to, um, I don't know, drive a car. But then, like, all of a sudden, there's a stat that says, oh, 99% of car drivers will get killed, but you still drive the car. It's like, I don't care. I want to drive the car. You shouldn't be, like, managing other people if that's how you think. Because you're just going to suck everyone into that mentality, this, like, gun-ho suicide mentality, and you're not going to get anywhere. So I'm just questioning, why the fuck was he, like, why the fuck did he keep his job for this long? If we can clearly see in, in what is the second year on the Knicks? Yes. We see that he just can't adapt to new NBA trends. We see the Warriors win a title and he's like, oh, I don't think their way can work. And it just clearly did. And it worked the year before when San Antonio won, just at a slower pace because they don't have Steph Curry. Are you done? I'm ready. You ready? To I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. But I'm just saying it just makes zero sense to me. This is this is why we rant. This yeah. is this is a pod specifically to rant. So you're I remember good. Stephen A. Smith was saying Dolan probably just hired Phil just so he can get 
himself off the hot seat. Yeah, it's a, mentioned that. Yeah, that's really so, what it was. So he hired this this terrible ass manager, but has some kind of clout with his name, just so you don't have to enter the media. You know the worst part too about all of this shit too. Like the idea was like we were supposed to revolutionize this team and bring it back to bring oh, it to yeah, like revolutionize by staying in the past. Right. Right. <laughs> but the thing was, it was like Phil would try to implement the triangle, <coughs> but wouldn't go to help show the concepts of it. Like Phil, like, De- you know, like Derek Fisher has his faults, but like Derek Fisher was also like a first year coach. Like, I need your your help, Phil. Like, he wouldn't even get the right people. Yeah, like when and when and ever is Melo gonna run a triangle offense? When is Melo gonna make the third pass? I I think the thing is that he thought that possibly that he would be like Kobe and he would try to make the pass, but even Kobe would pass. Kobe, yeah, but even Kobe averaged more assists than Melo. Like we, Kobe is a ball hog, but like he can at least kind of run an offense. He he's had triple doubles how many times? I don't think Melo's ever had more than like eight assists in a game. Yeah, he's not a facilitator and not even close. He'll get you rebounds like in his prime. I don't know about now, and he'll get you points. He's going That's off a, now. Dude, and he's I, he's a great scorer. And dude, I'm surprised he didn't adjust to the three point shooting earlier. He's always been a great shooter as as a catch and shoot guy. People always talk about like that Olympic mellow man. All he did was fucking pull up and shoot. That That's was it. it. Yeah, and dude, when he scored sixty two on Charlotte, he, that was all on jumpers. He didn't really go in the paint that much. Like he took one two dribbles, pulled up for a jumper, it went in. June? So I mean, this is the type of player you have. Why would triangle work? And why are you revolutionizing with an old method? But, the, the, like, I can understand if you're trying to make a method that's worked for you, then teach the method yourself. Why are you making another <coughs> dude do yeah. it? Coach the team, you fuck. Yeah. Or at the very least, at the very least, find a coach that can portray your message as close as you could. Because I get you're old. You didn't sign up to be a coach. You signed up to be a president. So you're not really moving around as much. You're kind of at a desk for most of the time, and you're at games. You're supposed to be at games, which he apparently wasn't anyway. Yeah. Um. So I get oh, that. Oh, dude. But- did I ever tell – there's a story about – I think he was in – I forgot who I was wa- either reading from or I was reading it somewhere. So the Knicks were on. They were at home, and some dude was at a restaurant, and he saw Phil Jackson at the restaurant, and he's like – the guy was like, Aren't you supposed to be there? And he's like, the Phil's like, nah, or some shit of that oh nature. I'm like, God. what the fuck, man? Are we winning that game at least or no? Fuck no. Who are we playing? <laughs> Who cares? No, it doesn't matter. If we're playing like Orlando, fuck that. But if we're playing like a top team in the East, I think you it was know, like, you like I, I forgot for what the are, what the it may have been a little, uh, it may have been a marquee game because that's why he was at. Because I remember he was at a, it was like a dinner game. It was a around dinner time. So it's so. probably like a good game anyway. I mean, it's the Knicks. We play big time matches for some reason even though we were garbage at the time yeah so moving on june 15th uh june june 25th 2015 that's what i meant to say uh the knicks trade tim hardaway jr in three-way deal receiving jerry and grant from the hawks didn't we draft this dude i thought we drafted him. yeah we did in 2015 i think maybe it it was it was in the in the draft so 2015 the hawks drafted him and then we got it the we got him like on draft it's like um kai jones kind of like oh okay we draft okay 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 so uh the next i mean i don't know thoughts i'm not a big jerry and grant fan i I mean he's uh, he actually had a good stretch with i want to say chicago 
not Jeremy, Jerry, and, and he was actually like not that bad. I know him and Jeremy. I don't. Think they're the sons of Horace Grant or the yeah I nephews. Think they are. Oh, I, think nephews, oh, I right? forgot. Maybe nephews, one of those yeah. two. Yeah. Which is funny because they actually mentioned Jerry and Grant was cringeworthy when forced into action during the Bulls playoff series against the Celtics. Wait, what do you mean cringeworthy? Apparently he was pretty bad against oh, the Celtics. I mean, yeah. This was the year that uh, Rondo was on the team and he went down with a broken hand. Oh, he was part of the trade for D-Rose, wasn't he? I think later on, yes. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. uh, Jerry and Grant, um, I, I remember he was okay for like, I don't know if it was with us or with the Bulls or somewhere. He was like solid for like a stretch of games. And then I was like, oh, he's not bad. And then he just fell off. Uh, June 25th, the Knicks trade 20, 2020 and 2021 second round picks for Willie Hernan Gomez. Uh, Okay. So just two two second round future picks at a time for Hernan yeah. Gomez. Yeah. I don't know if I mentioned it earlier, but like that's also this June 25th is also the same year, the same day that where you drafted KP. Drafted who? KP. Oh, oh yeah, 2015, yeah. So, so 15 was KP and Grant. 2016 was Hernan Gomez and... No, so they're all... All Wait, three Hernan of them. 2015? Yeah, he's in the same... Oh, he he's just a second round pick. Okay. Yeah, he, he was just a second round pick season. that year. December 16, 17, he made the all-rookie team. Because he was good 16, 17. He averaged, like, I think, 9 and 8 off the bench, which is... For a rookie, that's pretty good. So, then uh, July 9th, uh, in free agency, they signed Robin Lopez, Aaron Afalo, Derek Williams, and they acquire... Kylo Quinn from the Magic for cast considerations. And okay, see, this roster, I actually don't hate. I mean, aside from the point guard. Was it Jose Calderon again? Yeah, I think it so. It was at Calderon. Aflalo was actually not a bad piece. Derek Williams was actually, he was solid. I don't care what people say. He was actually not bad for us. And the year after when we went to Cleveland, he was actually playing good, but for some reason got cut. Um, like He was putting up efficient points off the bench, shooting well and all that, but I don't know. He, I mean, he is a bust. I'm not going to defend him or anything, but... Um, he was he was solid for our bench. Uh, he gave that energy. I liked O'Quinn for that one. Year. Uh, I liked him in sixteen seventeen, but I like him as a bench center. Um, Robin Lopez was not wasn't a bad starting center. And the problem with this team was we didn't have a legit offensive system we could run, and we also didn't have anyone who could run a system. Like we had all the pieces except for the point guard and Calderon. He's not terrible, but he wasn't good with us the second time around. He's yeah. just old. He's just a backup point guard, yeah. man, at best. Yeah, and even if we had, like, a Langston Gallo on the team, he's not a playmaker. If we had, like, Rondo with the, with this squad, we would have been a playoff team. With Porzingis, with uh, uh, Lopez, with Melo, with uh, Flalo, and, like, when you had Derek Williams and Coquin on the bench, and I'm sure we had, like, like Lance Thomas, was, he wasn't good, but he wasn't, like, you know, ass cheeks all the time either. He, was, he wasn't worth Jared Smith, don't get me wrong, but, you know, he's, he's solid. So... I actually like those acquisitions. What I don't like is just you're trying to force a triangle offense and you got like everything but a triangle offense. Like a Flalo is not an off the ball player. He needs the ball to like score. He can shoot threes here and there, but he's mostly a shot creator, which is fine because Melo can play off the ball too. So, I mean, Melo's not going to sacrifice his game. I don't know. I mean, why should he for this horrible team? But I mean, and people will blame Melo for being selfish and all that. I'm sure like, you know, people, like I know you didn't like Melo on the Knicks too much. Well, I think it's more so for me. It was just like, you know, I just wanted him because, like, I knew if he wanted to stay, I just wanted him to be, like, you know, adapt. Like, 
listen, you see the fucking garbage that he was playing with. I thought that's maybe, what I mean. Yeah, like you got to be able to do something, maybe help them get better shots because of the gravity that you create. But, but that's not that's never been his role. But that's know? why I wanted him to adapt. Well, no, what I want to do is find someone who can do that. So, like, think of it this way. Imagine if LeBron's on a team with no shooters. Why are we going to tell LeBron, bro, you're supposed to be, like, their best shooter? It's like but he made them better. Look at that fucking, no, okay, no, no look no, no, at no. that fucking team that went to the finals. They got swept by the Spurs. That team was hot garbage. No, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about shooting the ball specifically. I'm saying, like, hypothetically, put him on a team where they need him to succeed at his biggest weakness, and they have no one else that can fill that role. Like, Le- imagine LeBron without any catch-and-shoot players. That takes away like a good amount of his game. Half his game, a good amount of his game is drive and kick because he draws so much attention. If yeah. he has no one to kick to, you're not scoring that possession. You know what I mean? So you find someone who fills that role. Now for Melo, you don't need like a world class point guard. You just need someone who can just make a, a simple pass, hit open shots, and like occasionally drive to the rim. Calderon wasn't that guy. He's just too old. If this was like ten years before, maybe. But like, like we could. I don't know who the point guards were at the time. But like. Someone who's like a Dinwiddie type, not Dinwiddie. Um, honestly, a Brogdon would have been fine. Like a someone who's like a decent passer who can kind of score. I, well, Brogdon's what? going off this year too. But when, like, I'm talking about for the Knicks. If we just had like, like a decent in a 15, 16. I don't know the point guards at the time. So that's why I'm, I'm using oh, I was about today's to say, point like, guards. Like no, no, he was way later. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who the point guards were, but like someone who's just like a decent point guard, we could have had. We could have not. And if we didn't force triangle, we would have been good. Yeah, that's remember, a huge problem with that dude, team. Yeah, too. every I remember 15, 16, and 16, 17. Every time we ran pick and roll, we won. With like with a no-name point guard. We won because it works. Like Melo, Porzingis, Aflalo, these guys can they can hoop. So like why are we wasting their talent? I mean, how did we we weren't supposed to win 32 wins that year. We were much better than that. And that's what pissed me off about that season. We had a good team. We went toe-to-toe with so many top teams, and then we still lost. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. So the next move. But you're not ranting as much. I feel like I'm not taking. <laughs> That's fine because I, I we have a lot to get through. There's oh, still there's still a, still okay, a lot okay. more. So. Damn. All right. All right. It's so, juicy in like the 17 era. I'm, I'm guessing. Right? Once we get, I'm telling you, yeah, uh, oh my, am I ready to okay. save for the draft? Okay. So this 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 is worse than this then. All right. Well, you know me. I've, oh, yeah, I, I know you that, yeah. know how I feel about the draft. The draft right. is where I get mad. <laughs> yeah. So August 7th, the Knicks signed Sasa Vujicic. <laughs> Yeah, he'd be bald in preseason. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> the only most notable thing I know of Sasa Vujicic is when he made those clutch free yeah, throws against the Celtics. <laughs> That's it. It's not a terrible addition. I'll take it. <laughs> the shooter. August sixteenth, Kevin uh, Nick signed Kevin Serafin. I don't know who the fuck that. Oh, yeah, I the French him. dude. Yep. <laughs> he, he's. He... It was all right. He I was, like it. He was cute. He was actually he was cool. Yeah. He followed me on Instagram once. Did he? Not Instagram. <laughs> word. Twitter on Twitter. That's the best. He yeah, wasn't that. He wasn't even verified. He bro. was. I remember he actually went off for like two games. I think. He was, <laughs> it's not much, but still. <laughs> Apparently, he signed with the Pacers right afterwards. Larry Bird asked him, "What the hell happened to you?" <laughs> oh my god. So February eighteenth, the Knicks fire. Derek Fisher. Okay. And they promote Kurt Rambis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe. I know Derek Fisher played in the triangle, too. But Steve Kerr is obviously way better at the triangle. 
Why didn't you get? You know what's crazy? Steve Kerr uh, said on those Golden State teams that he implements triangle concepts. Yeah, they do. It's uh, dude. That's all they're often. I mean, not all of it, but uh, any type of all they do is just pass the ball and find an open shot. That's basically what triangle is. It's just trying to find the open man and yeah, they're just doing a specific formation. That's all. Yeah, but like it's just a variation of it. Yeah, like what the Spurs do and all that. That's what pisses me off. Like we could have been that. We have the dude who created the original one, but because he's an old head, he can't adapt to it. And he doesn't want, he didn't want to coach it himself. Forget about, I get why you want to coach. What are you, like 78, 80 years old? I get it, but at least, A, find someone who can communicate it better. Let's be real. Steve Kerr obviously was closer to Phil than Derek Fisher was. At least that we can look at, you know? And then, um, not only that, you've, you find, I, I forgot I was going to say them. I'm just annoyed right now. Um, You're getting mad. We still have a lot to go. Yeah, okay. We'll just continue. All I'm saying is that it just doesn't – nothing adds up. So, February 22nd, 2016, the Knicks signed Jimmer Fredette, who only hit one shot for them. (laughs) He only took one shot. He dropped 70 points in China. (laughs) He, by field goal percentage, is the most efficient shooter in Knicks history. He took one shot. <laughs> he made it, I'm guessing. <laughs> Most efficient shooter. <laughs> shot 100% from three. Perfect. Dude, okay. So March 16th, mm-hmm. 2016, the Knicks signed Tony Roden. Do you remember Tony yes, Rhodes? He was I, good in Philly. Yeah. Dude, I remember watching his highlights. I remember going to Nassau and I was watching his highlights while I was waiting for a class. I was like, yo, we got a kind of we got a stud here. He just got, he's coming he back is, from ACL surgery. Yeah, but that's the problem. He's a he's mostly a slasher. Yeah. And he's coming from ACL. Uh, yeah, listen, it was better than any other point guard player we were getting at the time. He to me, he was more of a two three, but he played point. Uh, but like he was like a big, like he was like a two to me, like a bowling ball, just like roll to the rim and like have him kind of slash and, and get free throws. So they they signed him and then they cut him three uh, months later for disciplinary that. reasons. <laughs> you know what's funny? Phil's like missing games, eating dinner, but we like cut someone because of disciplinary reasons. You're not even setting the example yourself. Okay. March 30th. This is a random event. Okay. Phil Jackson tweets, embrace the serpent. He has a picture of a lodge. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. I really don't think we paid enough attention at this time. I don't know what that means. I don't know what it means either. It's probably some symbol or some shit. April 19th, 2016. Phil calls Luke Walton. Just a chat. Oh, God. (laughs) So this is around the time Luke Walton was coaching the the Warriors when uh, I think Kerr had gotten down. Yeah, they started 23. Yeah. yeah. So they had a 39-4 record as an interim coach. And and he was apparently the hottest commodity. Let's put one thing in perspective. (laughs) Steve Kerr lets the Warriors coach themselves for fun. Half the time. Nothing is secret. He's a good coach. Like, I think, if anything, last season we proved it in 2020-21. And, hell, this year, too. But he he's just chilling on the sideline. He's like, yo, you guys do your thing. I'm just going to sit here. We're up by 40 anyway. And, and it works. So, you're tell- if he's out of the game and Luke Walton comes in and Steve Kerr's doing that, there's a very good chance that they were just coaching themselves. You know? Like, what are the odds that a random interim coach comes in and then just, they just go 23 no. It's obviously not his. And they play the same way Steve Kerr did. Yeah, that didn't really change anything. It, yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, they won 67 games the year before, and they still go 23. Like, like, it's not out of the ordinary for them. Oh, is this the mean? year they had 73 wins? 72 wins, yeah. Okay, 72 wins, okay, okay. I'm sorry, 73 wins. Yeah, it is 73, right? right? Yeah, because they, they beat the win, Bulls yeah. record. Yeah, 72. They didn't beat the great. Bulls record in the finals, though. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> anyway, April 20th, 2016, 420. Mr. Phil Jackson holds a triangle seminar. Oh, God. The Knicks missed the 2016 playoffs, and but after the season, Jackson held a mini camp for his coachless team, during which he gave hands-on instruction about his beloved triangle offense. Phil gave hands-on. Hands-on. Hands First of all, I don't think Phil should ever do something hands-on at that brittle age. So, like... Kurt Rambis was, was the interim at the time, right? So he was there. He wouldn't coach the team next Wait, year. He was uh, oh, he was still interim after. Uh... Well, it was like at the end of the season. So they were like, I guess maybe Rambus thought that he was going to be the coach next year. Okay, but they didn't do that. Yeah, and then he also did it in front of like Robin Lopez and Jose Calderon, and they didn't even play the next year either for them. You ever watch Kitchen Nightmares? Yeah. You know how like some restaurant owners are just so just like discombobulated with like what everyone else is doing like you ever see those episodes where, like everyone's just doing their own thing in the kitchen uh-huh. and the owner comes in he's like all right i'm gonna start cooking shit and and looking like i'm doing stuff too but he just throws everybody off yeah. that's what that's what phil's like looks like he's doing like all this criticism is just building up through the months and he's like oh shit they're they're getting on to me somehow so let me just make it look like i'm doing make work. it look like he's hands-on yeah right? so he's like let's just take these two random dudes over here and teach them let's take a point guard of all people and teach him po- oh no, no he's teaching the triangle off it's not post move my bad let's take two random people not even the youngest guys on our team just two random dudes Right, and this is when we have Porzingis, right? Yeah. Okay, so you you don't want to tell Porzingis, or you know maybe the guy you're giving no trade clause to, you don't want to teach them anything about triangle, right? You know Melo's biggest weakness is passing out of the mid or passing in general. So maybe you know part of the the triangle is to pass in the mid post, and we have a seven foot three dude who's a sniper. So how about you put one of the the sniper out in the three point line, have Calderon run it up, and have Melo in the mid post. You didn't even think about that. You didn't even have your your two star players in that discussion. So clearly, he and he's not dumb. So he's just BSing this basically. So we talk. You just so we're just so we're clear. You're talking about Phil Jackson right now being hands on, right? He, yeah. All of a sudden, he's hands on. The same dude was at a restaurant during a marquee matchup. Is hands on all of a sudden. So There's May one explanation. May 2016. Jackson goes on vacation during the Knicks. <laughs> Search for a new head coach. Talk about being hands-on, man. That's what... You see what I'm saying? He's just reacting to how the media comes at him. He doesn't give a shit. (laughs) He's just like... He's like a troll. He's like us playing 2K drunk or something. Like, yo, what if we trade, like, uh, like Siakam for, like, LeBron? See what happens. Yo, it's like fucking fantasy when no one gives a shit anymore. It's like, yeah, let's trade Bradley Beal for, like, I don't know, TJ McConnell or something and see what happens. That's basically what he's doing. Like, he's just like, fuck it. And then whenever there's any type of, like, work to be done, like finding a head coach or going to a game, you're like, hey, let's just find a reasonable escape. Like, yo, it's summertime. Let's go on vacation. Maybe they'll they'll fall for it and think I'm a family man. <laughs> no, we don't. We know you're trying to avoid it. Like, you're telling me this is all a coincidence? 
Oh no! Yeah, obvious. It's pretty obvious. Oh, to no. everybody. Uh, I'm just Anyone reads the headlines, being very sarcastic. Oh, he doesn't want to be, do the work. That's all. Being very, very sarcastic. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. June second, twenty sixteen. The Knicks hired Jeff Hornacek to be the head coach. That's not a terrible hire. It wasn't terrible because I actually really enjoyed. Triangle. I disagree with that. Yes, but I think this is around the time when Phil's like, shit. Maybe this triangle shit ain't gonna work. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but you want to try to run it anyway. It's like you want to force even it though you spent the even summer, though, even though you acknowledge that it might not work, yeah. you still want to try to invest into it. Okay, right. So okay, let me get this straight. So if I take someone in fantasy who's dog shit, am I gonna keep saying <laughs> I'll just keep him? Man, maybe, maybe I'll just force it to work. Oh my god, yo! So the next move, June twenty. 20- I just want to add. Oh, okay, go on. So Hornacek just came off the thirteen fourteen. The Suns were uh, yeah, they had six wins. They almost made. The they playoffs. just almost. They had that like that three guard lineup. Yeah, sometimes they were one of the best offenses. In the, the defense was bad, but they were one of the best offenses in the league. With like they had, I think they had Isaiah Thomas. It's, yeah, it's Isaiah Dragic, Bledsoe. They had like I think they had, like John uh, Green Mo- was there. Morris had, was there. Warren was just like a rookie that year. Uh, Channing Fry was on that team. Fry, yeah, he was good. It was a fun team. They were not bad, and they were they they moved the ball around very well. It was like um, it was a very modern team for the time. Yeah. So you hire a dude who's like um, he's in the ballpark of a Steve Kerr type offense. You know, move the maybe not as good, but he has it's better than Derek Fisher or Kurt Rambis. Yeah, I remember going to my friend's house, uh, and you know how like Phoenix would be one of those late night games. So I got ten o'clock yeah, on ESPN. Yeah. I went over his house, and he had never watched basketball like that. And I put on the uh, the Suns, and he was like. Oh shit! This team moves the ball really like this. This is like cool to watch because like the ball is yeah. moving quick. It was, but it was an aesthetically pleasing game. Yeah, granted, I didn't play a lot of defense, but shit. But I'm just looking at and 16, 17. This was the year we had. I, well, I'll let you talk about the signings all that later. Yeah. So then, uh, June twenty second, twenty sixteen, the Knicks trade Robin Lopez, Jose Calderon, Jerry and Grant. To the Chicago Bulls yep. for Derrick Rose, yep. Justin Holiday, and the 2017 second round pitch. Good trade. It's a good trade. That's that was like good. one of the better Dude, Justin trades. Justin Holiday was good too. People, for us. yeah, Justin Holiday was good. Listen, I went to go watch this opening night with Derrick Rose as the starting point guard, and he had this disgusting double crossover on Mike Conley. He got and, blown out, but yeah. No, we won that game. Six against Cleveland? Uh, Not no. the Cleveland game. 16 17 season opener, you said. Is it sixteen? Well, the opener was the Derrick Rose first game. I thought that was. I thought it was the next year that they played. I thought they played. I know they off the three one lead, and we were supposed. Remember when? Oh no, that's the game in Cleveland. You're talking about right? Our first home game. The home game I went to. The home opener is what I'm I'm talking about. No, 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 no. You're good. Didn't they? I thought they won. You said you you went to. Yeah, yeah. Didn't they? I thought they won. They won like LeBron against LeBron. No, we okay. We beat LeBron in fourteen, fifteen, and his return to Cleveland. It is return to Cleveland because Melo and Jared both. Won. I think they both went off or something. Yeah. But um, and we came back that game too because we were down. Yeah. I want to point that out because Knicks never come back. But um, in uh sixteen seventeen we we had blown out. So I remember I think I put in my stamp chat like conference final matchup, and then we just got destroyed. I was like, shit, this is not a good look. <laughs> so. Um. Yeah, I like the article lists here. Jackson believes in things that haven't worked in years, like the triangle offense and Derek Rose's legs. Yeah, <laughs> that's a pretty cheap that's shot, man. That's proud of foul. I mean, that person's probably uh got the Derek Rose got the last laugh on that one. I like. Listen, he looks good right now. People, he, I, but we're talking about at the time. Yeah, I know, I know. But I'm just saying, once you learn how to rehab, anything's possible. 
Yeah, I think it's just no one, because no it's one the would Knicks. have thought D Rose would have. He's talking about wanting to play till he's forty. No, you told if you told the NBA fan, oh, like two years ago, like, hey, D Rose plans on playing till he's forty. He's gonna laugh at you, like, what the fuck's wrong with you? This man went through like a ton of injuries. Shout out to him, man. I know. Shout out to D Rose, man. Uh, July seventh, the Knicks signed Marshall Plumley, yeah, the third Marshall, you know. the third Plumley. I said the other two were good anyway. <laughs> Actually, I tell Miles and Mason were okay. This is when we're gonna get into the big bad deals. Oh God, okay. July eighth. 2016, mm-hmm. the Knicks signed Joakim Noah. That's the same day Kevin Durant. No, no, Kevin Durant's July 4th. Okay, so we signed Joakim Noah July 8th. For how much? It's, it's like a f- five-year, $72.6 million deal. Wow. Okay. It's probably up there as the worst free agency signing of that offseason. That next to the fucking the Mozgov contract. <laughs> what was Moscow's contract again? Forgot about that. We're talking about just Phil Jackson, or we're talking about the Knicks after Phil too. Uh, today, <laughs> today will just be up to the, the end of one. the end of the Phil Jackson At era. The end of 60, yeah, yeah. He signed Moscow signed a four-year, sixty-four million dollar deal. Also, never forget, Tim Mozgov once a Nick. Wow. <laughs> Great accomplishment. Once a Nick. Wow. You know, he was like this, apparently the centerpiece in that fucking, oh. in the Carmelo Anthony trade. Really? <laughs> I'm not joking. Not Gallinari, <laughs> Mozgov. Like, it was like, people were like, oh my God, what is this Mozgov guy? <laughs> what was he averaging? Who cares? Five points? <laughs> he it couldn't doesn't... even talk properly. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he was gar- he was averaging four points. Oh my god, <laughs> three rebounds. What are we- oh, imagine if Jericho assists. Sims is like the 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 centerpiece for a Dame Lillard trade. <laughs> That's basically what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, Joe Kim Noah, man. You know, this is the last year we. So the Knicks, for <laughs> yeah, now the Knicks <laughs> um, stretched him. I was in high school. I couldn't even grow a beard at the time. We signed Joe Kim Noah and. and- now we're still we're finishing paying him off now. Now, what is it like eight years later? Yeah, it's no, not it's good, not bro. Years. It's like whatever it is. This article says he appears to have forgotten basic basketball skills. Wait, what? <laughs> Talk about Joe Noah. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember? Okay, in sixteen seventeen, the airball was the Pistons game. <laughs> he took a jump shot. <laughs> it was like completely. He doesn't know how to shoot. Why are you taking jumpers? He's his form too. He's like, <laughs> it's so ugly. His form and everything. What the fuck are you doing? It just wasn't fun. What man. is his free throw form? It's not working. Change it. Don't you want to compete? <laughs> Yo, he was an MVP candidate like two seasons before this. What are you doing, dude? Like, you understand if you're injured, you should work on your skills. If He said Kevin Garnett is his idol. And Garnett was a pretty skilled center. And then, you know, Garnett talks shit to him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but that's not the point. The point is, you like, you're, I, you're, you're nowhere near your idol. Like, in, in this version of you, at least. Not in his prime. He was pretty good in his prime. You ready? So, an old head signed another old head. All right. Another uh, has been for a lot of money. <laughs> That we're just paying off now. 
Dude, he, he shot seventy percent from the free throw line most of his career, and then when he came to the Knicks, he shot forty three point six. Yeah, that's just laziness, dude. If you're a good free throw shooter, and all of a sudden you suck, that just means you haven't been practicing. It's very. I mean, for an NBA player, it's very simple. There's no excuse to miss free throws. You it, have all the utilities in the world. You have a fucking gym at your disposal. All you gotta do is put in like at least an hour in the morning, hour at night. Just just shoot free throws. You got nothing else to do anyway. Aside from workout and stay in shape. That's it. It's so sad because, like, they had Robin Lopez and they could have kept Robin Lopez. Yeah, he was better for us. That's why I actually liked Robin. I'm like, this guy's actually not that bad for our team. I don't know. I mean, for Joakim, I was like, oh, that's a good trade because Joakim. I didn't realize, oh, shit, he's, like, fucking banged up. Fucking washed. Yeah. I mean, but 14-15, like, against the Cavs, he played really good that year, too. And, like, overall. So, I'm like, oh, he had one injury-prone season. Because this is before 16 Samson even started. So, I was like, oh, he's just injured. That's why he was bad. Maybe he's worth the money. Because he was still playing, like, in his prime in 14-15. So, it wasn't the worst deal. It wasn't a good deal for, by any means. But it wasn't the worst deal until we saw how shitty he really is. And, like, how just mentally out of basketball he was. And that's one thing Phil needs to understand. You need to, igno- you need to examine dudes before you sign them. If they're, like... If they're if they're like not even paying attention, they're like, yeah, sure, I'll play, whatever, yeah, cool. If they're giving like dry answers, you don't sign them because they're clearly don't give a shit. You want to know something funny about how you said that? How like you don't sign them when you when you say shit to them? Yeah. So <laughs> apparently in Minnesota, <laughs> Andrew Wiggins was told by Glenn Taylor, it's like, if you improve, I hope I'm giving you this money. I'm gonna give you a max contract if you improve. And Wiggins said, "Sure, I'll improve." Then proceeded to have a down year the next year. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Just goes to show, man. I mean, it's like I'm, it's a little off topic, but this, this is a good story. It was um, Jamarcus Russell. Uh, his coach sent him film tape. Oh my god! What happened? Henry Ruggs is going to get charged with a DUI, resulting in in death after fatal car crash this morning? Oh. Wait, he died? No, no I think so someone so. else died. Bec- oh, shit. Yo, his career is over, if that's, if that's true. Oh, my God. We're really going off topic, but this is huge, too. Oh, my God. What the fuck? This is, uh, yeah. Let me look it up. Henry Ruggs. Is it like like he actually killed someone? It's legit. I it's do like... I with the with the death. Yeah, I see it. You see... but I mean, okay, was the death his passenger or the other? Pre- I mean, either way, he's on the influence, so it's his fault. So any death is his fault. Dude, I don't, I don't think he could play after this. No, I, I think know. he's done, bro. Yeah, he's that done. Sucks. He's good. <sighs> yeah. Now we could talk about it I mean, after R- the R- yeah. R.I.P. Um, the person who Henry Ruggs um low key killed. But, um, bro, don't do stupid shit, man. I mean, if you're going to – honestly, if you're going to drive under the influence, you better either A, be a really good driver or B, no – No, 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 don't drive under the influence, period. No, 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 I don't care. I don't care. Just drive. Just don't drive. No, 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 no. We're not advertising it here. I'm not advertising it. I'm just saying, like, at the very worst. No, actually, just, just don't do it. If, if you get bro, a, don't do it. You're an NFL player. 
You have oh, an Uber, you fuck! You have a driver. You have a, this is what I mean with athletes. Like, I'm not trying to act like I know what it's like, but let's stop acting like they don't have shit at their disposal. You have literally anything you want to improve on yourself, you can buy. So it's like you have no excuse for like fucking up and shit that like middle class people fuck up in. Like like a DUI or something. Yeah, you know? dude. So like the, there's no excuse for an athlete to be driving drunk or high. Yeah, the you have a fucking driver. Just the, use them. The Las Vegas uh, police department said that he's going to face a charge of driving under the influence, resulting in death. Dude, Bro, yep, they're going to cut he's him not, immediately. Yep, he's it's, over. Gonna, he's it's, over. Gonna, it's over. It's over. It's over. It's over. God, man, your first round pick too, man. What the? F- what is he doing though? That's what I mean. Like this is on him completely. You just wait. You he was probably going. to... He was like the next Deshaun Jackson, for all we know. Right. I mean, I mean, this. this I mean, yeah. they can just the Raiders should just pick up Deshaun Jackson. He just got cut. Yeah, I know. That's... Anyways, <laughs> anyways, going back to uh, basketball. Going back yeah. to other dark topics in basketball. Yeah. Uh, July eighth, the Knicks signed Brandon Jennings. See, I like that signing too. I liked our, like I said, you liked again, it all the way liked, up to the midpoint of the season when he asked to get it, waived. I, I liked it up till that Rockets game in New Year's because he went off. And I mean, after the Rockets game, I mean, because the, the the game where remember okay, we played the Rockets back to back one night. I think. Um, Harden dropped like 56, 16, and 17 or something. Right? You remember that game when he had like that crazy triple double that the first time someone dropped 55, 15, or 15 plus in a triple double in like ever? So I was like, holy shit, like we just got blown out. And we were supposed to be contenders because that's how the media portrayed us. And then um, the next game, I mean, we lost the Rockets again, but it wasn't a blowout because Jennings was like going off. He was angry. He said at the game, like, yeah, I hate this type of loss. And he just went off in the next game. So I actually liked him. The problem was like, the problem was Phil. Honestly, if you would just let Hornacek run the team the way he wants to, we see D Rose can play off the ball. Like we're see, we saw literally the year, like when he went to Minnesota the year after, to be fair, he had to rehabilitate his image. Right. But he wasn't like, cause he wasn't, remember, remember he when wasn't he wasn't selfish with the ball though. He, he has the ability to try to play off the ball. He's not like Melo where he just won't do it no matter what. Well, he know? was like, he was humbled because he got, remember yeah, when he got traded from the Cavs to like, he was involved in the huge, that huge trade. So yeah. one of the, one of the, the, the trade for him ended up going, he ended up going to Utah and they cut him. I remember that. They cut him. I remember that. Yeah. So, because he was apparently washed, but was, so but look, it takes like but he a goes humbling, to Minnesota. You know? It's a humbling. Oh, I get it, but I'm saying he was still tr- he understood that he had to play off the ball. I know, but I think like, it's okay. because of the humbling he had to understand he had to. Play okay, off but the ball. if Eric Bledsoe can and can survive in a Hornacek offense, D Rose could definitely survive too. Oh, I'm not saying that he doesn't yeah. have the ability to, but I'm just saying he had to be humble. Oh yeah, I, I, I'm not saying like I'm saying that D Rose can play off the ball at the time. He wasn't as good as it now, but he had the ability yeah. to. Yeah. So just if you just let, if you really just wanted to be lazy and be hands off, just get the right people and then that's it. You can Bro, chill yeah. after that. But I think it just goes and to show. And it's not hard. It just goes to show to how for. fucking dysfunctional this. He's team. just lazy. But no, but it's not just him though. This whole organization is so. But it starts with him. But it's not. Think just of it him. this way. It starts First of all, that's what I mean. With Phil. Starts, oh, oh Phil. Starts, I thought you were talking about Rose. Okay, my bad. Oh no, 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 dude. It Rose, and, Rose was fine. Yeah. It wasn't. He had a great year with us. I mean, that he had averaged like eighteen. He shot including well. the including when he uh, what's yeah, it called? He disappeared. He disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna bring that up too. <laughs> that Pelicans game. You know the fucking twins went to that game. 
<laughs> yeah, they're like, where they the fuck is D Rose? Yeah, every match. What the fuck? That. Oh my god. Um. So yeah. But I mean, aside from that, like span of time, yes, he was still like one of the better Knicks that season. Um, but July. It starts with Phil, though. Like you have to set the exact. For you're the Zen master. You are the best head coach of all time. Are honestly no, he is. You can't even say arguably. I feel. I really think there's no one better than him. You don't I think, think. You don't think Pop has a. Not right. I don't know. Pop kind of fell off a bit. He hasn't been winning as much lately. That's a problem. If Pop gets a second stint with like another superstar, I, I think it's he's kind that's of. That's what done. I mean. It's I over. It's like done. if Pop had worked out with Kawhi, like if Kawhi worked out and Kawhi like won like yeah, two three rings, won, Pop could have could've definitely. I, think I definitely feel like they could have won one more ring. They could have won a, one or two. Yeah. If he had won two or three, maybe I would have said like overall like two three with Kawhi. I would have said he has a chance. But right now, I don't think Pop has any motivation to stay in the league. Like for another ring you know i feel like he's just kind of gonna plateau and that's it jesus so yeah i think right i mean at the time he was a t- at least top three head coach of all time he's respected as like the goats and part of being a head coach is recognizing where how to utilize certain talents like i remember in the last dance phil was i think it was phil or michael J- uh michael jackson michael jordan was talking about um how they traded one of their top centers to the next for like bill cartwright yeah, remember that? Like, I, I forgot what center they traded for Cartwright, but Cartwright wasn't like he wasn't that good, um, but he could pass. And they, and, and Phil and he was would, good for them. Yes, and Phil was like, we needed just that one skill set from him. So we know, and, and it's clearly obvious from all the teams he's coached, he knows how to utilize talent and how to make it all work. He's not an idiot. So why don't you just it's like riding a bike with with coaches if you can do it again and again how hard is it to do it now and then chill after no one you don't even have to show up to the games just get a good team that's it we get it you're old but you want to be relevant so do your job at the very least the one thing we also don't talk about this dude didn't want to take this job he didn't until they forced you take it because they kept fucking forcing more and more just money. say no he wanted the money what do you want me to say? I'm just telling you. Yeah, but you got to earn the money, too. I know you got to earn the money. He did not earn that money. I'll tell you that. Oh, right he now. did not earn that money. He did not, not earn that money. He fucked us big. We're lucky that we had a miracle. It took a miracle for us to get to where we are right now. Because we were low, low, low. We had some even lower lows, if you ask me, after Phil left, too. And that was because of the, like, what Phil Jackson did. Yeah. All right. We got to keep moving. Yeah. We're running on fucking an hour 16 right now. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So, and we still have a lot to go. This is still 2016. So, we signed Courtney Lee. Okay. Courtney Lee was all right. Uh, yeah, not a bad signing. Not, not bad. Uh, <laughs> July 9th, uh, we signed Menigas Kuzminks. Oh, my God. Kuzminkus. Kuz. Kuz. <laughs> the the Mindy Project. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, July 14th, we signed Maurice Endor. Yeah. <laughs> I remember he's at, he was actually solid in I think it was Summer League or so, somewhere I saw him. He was actually pretty like okay, but no. So uh what's it called? So they actually mentioned in this, like after Maurice Indoor, they're like they talked about the Andrea Barniardi deal. It's actually three draft picks. One of them was a first round pick. Oh, we traded a first for the Oh, okay, okay. One first round, two second rounds. Still doesn't. Okay. Still not a good deal. It's better, but doesn't mean it's good. Yeah, uh, yo, August, <laughs> August first. Okay. The Knicks sign Ron Baker. Uh, oh, 
here is where the shit starts. <laughs> is this where we gave him a no trade clause? No, no. Okay, good. But it was the worst part was it, it's not it's not fucking. It wasn't Phil who gave it to him. Uh, yeah, it was Steve Mills. Yeah, that's for a different was pod. He a product of Phil. Steve Mills? I don't think so. Okay, but. just curious. So I don't. Um, d- d- December twenty seventh, Phil Jackson and Jeannie Buss break up. Who gives shit? Uh, January twelfth. I forgot they dated. The uh, January twelfth, twenty seventeen. Phil's friend bashes Carmelo Anthony. Phil's friend bashes Charles. Oh yeah, Charlie yeah, yeah, Rosen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the 2016 offseason, right? Yeah. Yep. In January, Rosen wrote an article on how it would be in Carmelo Anthony's best interest to move from the Knicks. Yeah, 16-17, yep. And Rosen that was... whole season, like, I think we started off good. We were, like, a fourth seed. I mean, it was only, like, like five, six games in. But we were, like, in the playoff mix until, like, early January. Like, that Celtics game was really when we started slowly falling because we competed with them, and they were the number one team. Um... But yeah, like I think around early January is when we started falling off. And now I'm just noticing this trend. We started falling off when you're mentioning these headlines. You think maybe Phil's friend being a fucking toxic friend for the team or something? Gee, I don't know. Maybe that has something to do with why our chemistry is all out of whack. You know, seeing Phil advocating that Melo might be traded, basically. But it's like, why are you doing this midseason? Speaking and you're of, trying to win. Speaking of, and you're winning. Speaking, you're you weren't losing at the time. Speaking of Phil bashing Carmelo Anthony. Oh, I rem- yeah, I remember this part. Phil Jackson tweets: "Blinger bleachers ding almost rings the bell, but I learned that you don't change a spot on a leopard with Michael Graham in my CBA days." Wait, what? I don't fucking know. In-depth analysis of the tweet reveals that it was probably a shot at Mello because he was trying to make Mello something he's not. But th- I don't think there's every fucking need to. Oh, your tweet is basically saying you can't make something that it's not. Yeah, and that's a shot at Mello. You can't make something you're not. No fucking shit. You can't make something you're not. That's why you're not that thing. It's called you're not for a reason because you're not supposed to be it. So why are you trying to make him something you're not? Hold on. So if it, you're telling me Phil would go to Kobe and say, hey, I'm going to give you a bunch of catch and shoot guys. Your job's to, to run a fast paced offense, not take contested mid range shots, not go in the paint and look for your own shot. No, your job is to facilitate now. How do you think Kobe would feel? And then, and then he just goes in the media and says, oh, yeah, you, you can't change someone to something they're not, can you? It's like, Haha, you can't. That's why you build around them, you dumb fuck. What are you doing? February 23rd, 2017, Rose reveals dissatisfaction with the triangle. Oh, gee, I wonder why. It's maybe because we're not supposed to run that. <laughs> Rose, who are we running it with? Rose calls like, the no, triangle. No, no, no. Who are we running it? Honestly, I honestly, we have Rose. We have Courtney Lee. Who Courtney Lee fits the triangle. Rose can fit the triangle, but who's who's gonna do in the paint? No one on our team is equivalent to Kobe and Shaq or Scotty and MJ or hell Rodman. Even you can argue too. Maybe Melo, but that's about it in terms of caliber of a player. You can't run. Uh, it's like it's like it's like why are, is anyone even surprised that Rose says, "Oh, I'm I'm not um satisfied with this triangle offense." It's like he's never done triangle before. 
Like, you get a team that fits together, but Triangle doesn't work with them because they don't know how to run it. And you're not doing, you're not, you didn't even explain to these guys. You explained to Robin Lopez and, and, and uh, Jose Calderon how the Triangle works, and you traded them like a month later. Nothing's adding up. It's just it's just a bowl of just shit that doesn't add up. February twenty seventh, twenty seventeen. The Knicks signed Chase and Randall. Yeah, <laughs> he's okay. <laughs> he was <laughs> March eleventh, twenty seventeen. Jackson holds a secret triangle meeting for only the guards. <laughs> you. T- we- you need a center for triangle. You need a big man. You n- what? Am I wrong? Do you not need a bit of someone in the low post? Who's going to be in the low? What, you're going to put Chase and Randall in the low post when D-Rose passes to him? What is this? You need a team to run triangle, not the guards to run triangle. Now, if you want to have the guards learn to catch and shoot so they can run the triangle, that's fine. But you don't have three guards run triangle. That doesn't make sense. What, Derek Rose is going to set a pick for Chase and Randall, not like Joakim Noah or Porzingis? No, that's not how it works. Dude, this it, it's just such bullshit, honestly. Uh, April th- 13, 2017, the Knicks and Jackson agree on a two-year option. So it was supposed to be a five-year oh deal, and it's supposed to be an opt-out after three years. Oh, my God. And then in April, both parties make good on their handshake deal into, uh, into opt-in to the final two years. Opt-in. Why not opt-out? You can get the money and leave. It ensures that the Knicks will pay tw- Jackson $24 million over the next two years, Bro. even though he had been fired. I, I will pay $24 million just to not be on the team at this point. Uh, like seriously, I think we we do better with no team president than with him at team president. Speaking of teams, April fourteenth, Jackson actually says out loud that the team should trade Carmelo Anthony. Oh my god! You mean you? Because you are the team, basically. And then June twenty first, twenty seventeen, Phil discusses trading Porzingis. Oh, <laughs> this is twenty twenty seventeen, right? This is 2017. This is right before the draft. This is See, when I'm, okay, about, okay, I'm about to get angry. Okay. So you go on your rant. I just have one thing to do. Go okay, on. Sure. Okay. So knowing knowing our knowledge right now with Porzingis not being here, you can argue, oh, Phil should have traded Porzingis. Because I think when the trade offers was like Jalen Brown, uh, the pick that was eventually Tatum, or there was another offer where it was like Devin Booker or something. Um, and I think a Laurie Markinen, like, we could have drafted Laurie Markinen and um, – uh, Wait, well, I'm sorry, I messed up the deal. It was, I think, it was Porzingis for, um, we keep our pick, but we also get Tatum and Brown. I think that was a trade or something like that. I don't know if we give up our pick for that, but because this is before Porzingis, like you know, was averaging like 30 points and 10 rebounds for like that stretch of games. So I don't think people saw like superstar in him the next season. We thought he was still a project. So I think that was a trade. Don't get me, don't quote me on that, but. Looking now is a good trade. That would have been a good trade. But at the time, this was when Porzingis had no issues with, like, really anyone else but Phil, if anything. And he liked New York. He always talked about how he liked the city of New York. He's he's adapting to the culture. He's he's representing the Knicks. All the Knicks love the Knicks fans love him. There was like there was a music video called about Christos Porzingis that like he reacted to. It was like we all loved him, you know, but at the same time, it's like. You want to trade this guy now for something that's for, for potential. And don't get me wrong. Tatum was a, a very good player at the time, but 
you have something certain right now in Porzingis and you're trying to trade Melo. So you need, you really need something to start with. And I get now I'm thinking about it. If, if Phil wanted to go into the mindset, maybe I fucked up with this current, you know, Porzingis, Melo, uh, D-Rose, all that stuff. So I kind of want to get rid of it. If that's his mentality and, and he wanted to get like, let's just say Tatum and Brown or Booker or something. Are you really going to take your shit seriously after that? Cause like you, you just wasted what four years of the Knicks doing nothing. You you've shown you've had a four year track record of just being a the biggest hypocrite in the NBA at the in that time span. You've been the laziest owner, I think. That honestly, I'll go on to say laziest president I've ever seen for any franchise. That was just pure laziness. Given the amount of knowledge that he has, the amount of the amount of like the lack of effort that he put in is just so disappointing. So given all that, are you really going to are we really going to sit here and argue that Phil is going to have a do-over and and do right with with uh future potential picks? The same dude that wanted Frank Nilakina over Donovan Mitchell? I mean, Dennis Smith Jr. I can understand if you uh if you wanted Frank um over him because I saw issues with Dennis Smith Jr. at the time, you know, with injury and his game and all that being limited, but I mean, DSJ was we're not going to get into that right now. My point is you you weren't gonna you weren't gonna do right by training Porzingis. Your intention wasn't good there. I was basically explaining how like like with our current knowledge, training Porzingis sounds like a smart idea because we know he's gonna leave. But at the time, Porzingis was like our future. He was our like main centerpiece. You know, it's like he's like our RJ Barrett right now. It's like I, untouchable. I think that th- you want to trade him. I think that he has no issues with the organization. I know. I, I I think that's Phil, where we differ. Except for Phil. I think it was because Phil now. I think the deals that he was looking at, I actually don't fault him for because there were deals. I don't know. For- I was just pointing out there was a deal where it's like we keep our pick and we trade for Jalen Brown and the Celtics pick. Yeah. Or no, I think we might have given up our pick. I don't know, but it's something like that. But dude, we would have had Brown and Tatum if we had done that deal. The thing Which that is, is about good. KP is also they also like when they before they traded him to the um to the Mavs, they really didn't let like a market develop to see whether or not they can get a better deal. I mean, the deal was good. Well, they could because uh, they did it last minute. Yeah, they did. Last I mean, minute. if you knew, I mean, that that's a different uh, management. But like, we'll talk about it a different day because I have my thoughts on the Porzingis trade at the time. But um, trading Porzingis like in 2017 offseason would have been a horrible thing to do, especially if you're considering keeping your job because he signed a two-year extension, didn't he? And I was just saying earlier, I don't want to like tell the whole thing in depth, but I was just saying earlier, like, what's the guarantee? Like, let's just say that he realized he fucked up with Porzingis and Melo and all that. And so he wants to just start clean slate and, you know, trade for draft picks. So you get, let's just say Tatum and Brown, or you get a Booker. What's the guarantee you're going to do them right? Because we freaking chose Frank Nilakina over Donovan Mitchell. And like, who else did we choose him over? Um, I, Dennis Virginia is whatever. Did you already like, talk about the draft? I just talked about how we how we drafted Frank over Mitchell. Yeah, you, you just give me like a minute, one more minute. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. bringing, I'm just taking care of my grandma. But like, um, listen, before I get off for just a second, um, just to note that the Knicks were looking at guards this draft, and they were trying to get Dennis Smith Jr. into the gym, but he wouldn't give them the medical, similar to how they. Teams were looking at Michael Porter Jr. a couple years later. I understand Dennis Smith Jr. not taking him. Yeah. Because he was coming off injury. Too. He was coming and off the ACL. Anyway, yeah. So, yeah. So, it was that. It was Frank. And there was a little-known guard coming out of Louisville by the name of Donovan Mitchell 
who was from New York. a year older, by the way. Who was from New York, whose father works for the fucking Mets that already had connections with the organization, and he was brought into the same gym as Frank Nilakina. Now, these Knicks, they were like, oh, maybe we can... One of the reasons why they wanted to do uh, trade Porzingis is because they thought they could get back into the draft. So... Yeah, no, I, I I disagree with that still because your Phil's point is you want to run triangle, right? Assuming Phil wanted, I think I think assuming it, Phil was going to keep his job and he was set on his system, and you're drafting people based on his philosophy. I think he started getting away from it though. Then why the f- you just wasted four years doing that? This is what I'm it talking about. It took you four about. years this to is, realize well, this that is the dysfunction, man. But you and you still choose Frank. This is the dysfunction. You see, no, do you understand? That doesn't make. You can't just say. No, I'm not telling you. I'm talking about Phil. Yeah, I was about you to say. You can't just say. Um, I'm gonna step away from the triangle or imply it, he doesn't and know then what choose he Frank over doing. Mitchell. He, this guy doesn't know what he was fucking doing, man. That means you weren't shying away from the triangle. You're just saying that to get the media off your ass. Exactly. You actually weren't doing that. He's a fucking. Idiot. He's just a liar. He just wants the money, but he has he doesn't want to work. He's in a situation he's forced to be, and he's putting himself there. No one's putting a gun to his head saying, "Hey, you had to take this money. You had to take this job." No, that's your choice. You're an adult. Make your choices. And he did a shitty job. God, man. At least, at the very least, after four years, apologize to Knicks fans for, for wasting it. At he the would, very least, man. He would ne- he's never going to. He would never do that. If he did that, he's I would have respected him. such an arrogant him. piece of That's shit, what man. I, if he did that, I would have respected him. Man, you know what? I can live with that. You, you fucked up, but you acknowledge it. And oh, this is actually on. the last thing. Yeah, I figured. It's like, Phil's almost fired. Yeah. This is when he gets fired. Yep. Yeah, I got to go. Hold on. There's one thing I do want to check before I go back up. I want to check when did they fire when did they fire him? Phil, okay. You're all right, man. You... Oh, I'm good. Yeah, it's just like annoying. Like it's weird. I I didn't think I'd react strongly, so I'd be like, yo, this is like years ago. I just have fun with it, but now I'm just like, yo, what you the, think about what it, the man. actual fuck were we doing? Okay, dude, get this shit right. So. Phil Jackson. What the fuck? Knicks. What the fuck? Why won't they tell me? Oh, man. I'm about to get really angry. Oh, man. It's, it's your turn to rant. I've been ranting this oh, entire episode. Oh, man. I'm about to get rant. really angry. Okay. Rant, yo. Man. This motherfucker, man, mm-hmm. was allowed to draft an Six fucking days later, he got fucking fired. Six fucking days later. You know what the equivalent of that was? What? They fucking the uh what's it called? In the the Jets fucking let uh th- I, this is also a football reference, but this yeah. is goes to show how fucking dysfunctional that organization was before fucking uh Joe Douglas took over. Mike McCagnan was the fucking GM mm-hmm. and he fucking took care of the draft, and he took care of free agency, and then they fired him. Who the fuck does that? that. Who fucking does that as a functional organization? Who, why would you ever let someone fucking take care of the future of the organization Mm -hmm. and then immediately fire him? What is the fucking next GM supposed to do? Now you gotta spend the next fucking two to four years fucking fixing the shit that you had to deal with. This guy had the, they like, the thing was about this draft was they liked, they, 
I, this draft talks about Dennis Smith Jr. Th- thriving in pick and roll. I couldn't give a fuck. This man is fucking wad- waddled away in fucking Detroit. Where he would. There's nobody else. There was nobody else in Detroit except for Jerry and Grant, right? Yeah. There's nobody else in Jerry, besides Jerry and Grant, and he couldn't even make it there. Dennis Smith Jr., you mean? Yeah, Dennis okay, Smith yeah, Jr. Yeah. Couldn't even make it there. So I don't want to hear or give a fuck about Dennis Smith passing on Jerry. It's Donovan Mitchell that because okay they. With, yeah. The Donovan Mitchell having him in the yeah. fucking building and not acknowledging that. And liking him. Not even... They liked him. Yeah. They liked him. They shouldn't have liked him enough to go back in. I wouldn't even give it a... I wouldn't even have gotten mad if they... If they... I just remember reading a fucking ESPN article <laughs> from Ian Begley talking about... Uh, uh, about fucking Donovan Mitchell. I was like... They were like, oh, this guard out of fucking Louisville. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. He's like, his dad is from the... And then I remember watching fucking Summer League, and he had this disgusting crossover on fucking Jason Tatum. And I was like, oh, fuck, this kid's good. This kid's really good. And Frank came in, like, injured, I think. The only the only person that didn't like Mitchell was Phil, I'm guessing, right? I'm assuming. Yep. And, and that's, You're probably that's right. That's the reason. You're probably I mean, yeah, right. Because you said the organization liked him. Yeah. The organization, so, the organization yeah. was split. It was split. They were split what, on Phil and the organization, basically. Well, the, they were split on both Frank and and Donovan. First of all, it's not even a contest. I even know. even at the time, it's not. See, think of it this way: we're trying to Phil's whole thing is we're trying to win now, but he keeps drafting projects. Porzingis, he got lucky with. He's lucky Porzingis isn't like you know a fucking uh, Dragon Bender or some shit. Just like I, I even then he's a bust. But I'm saying that. No, John Bender was bad. Yeah. I don't think that we at least got to see the the height of Porzingis. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean he's he still could reach it for all you know. He's he's still young. He's like what twenty four or something. Like he's not trust, old. Bro, I just don't trust his. In- he's injured I mean, right he, now. I know if he could just yeah, I know his injury. He's, he's very his injuries are what um eventually oh, are killed we him. Even but ten games to the season? No, we're not. Come on. I don't know why kids like so adamant on playing. They gotta, they gotta figure that shit out, big dude. Time. They have had, they have to figure it out. Look, yeah. dude, you this guy's getting dude, paid thirty something. You know what million. the worst thing is? They're winning. They're a fourth seed. They're four and two. They have, they're like our record basically. Yeah, they don't need them. They really don't. They I, could trade them. Yeah, it's, I mean, dude, give him the fuck. Dude, what about Washington? What do you think? Why the hell is Beal there? I don't know if they're trading Beal. They don't. He wants to stay. Uh, he wants to stay. stay you want to stay with Kuzma and like and like Dinwiddie and those bums? I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I, I was okay, well. not bums. Yeah, they started off well. Yeah, we'll see how. We'll, we'll, let's wait till January and see how this goes. All right, wait till Kuzma starts going off the backboard and shit, and we're gonna be like, oh yeah, he's playing well. All right, <laughs> we'll see if Rui Hachimura doesn't take those minutes. <laughs> um. But yeah, like we're, I don't get what we're doing. And yeah, I agree with you. I have no idea why the fuck you would take, um, why you would do the draft, then fire the manager. That makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah. And your job as president isn't to split the organization up. Your job is to make decisions and then have everyone else do, like, you know, handle what you make. Your job is to basically just like give the blueprint, give the idea, and everyone else does the work. And that's a dream job for Phil. That's all he has to do. Right? Like, are you telling me he's so lazy to the point that he can't he doesn't want to pick up phones or watch TV? Bro, you could chill, have a protein, have have a milkshake and watch film on people. It's it's like riding a bike to you. You've done this shit for years. And don't I don't want to hear this, oh, but he's old. He might have some kind of disorder or something. Then why the fuck are you in the NBA then? Why did you take the money? Yeah, bro, like you don't first of all, you don't need it. 
you're you're dating Jeannie Bus, first of all. You and you've already made money. your money from like both the Lakers yeah, and set. Chicago. And as you're a former set. player. Yeah, you're 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 set, dude. You have no you're gonna get money. You're gonna get that cash flow in no matter what. You, yeah. This job's not gonna make a difference. So you really just wasted four years for honestly no reason except delusion. And it had to be our team of all teams. Yeah. So I'm glad like with the show going with Leon Rose, like we don't get any bad stories. Oh, dude, I fucking love Leon Rose. He, I, I don't, he, no drama. He might, everything's he under be, wraps. He might, maybe we're overhyping him. I don't know. I feel like we're not, but maybe he's a little overhyped because I know some. Um, but he, no, I, I, I don't want to overhype him. For I'm, a GM I'm tr- that's overhyped. He doesn't. There's like you don't ever hear from him. No, no, no. I'm not saying he's overhyped. I'm maybe saying I fans. think yeah. I think fans are because of how terrible Phil was, and all of a sudden he's like. He's like Masai Ujiri, basically. He's obviously not on that level, but I feel like we're seeing him as a Masai Ujiri when he's like a middle of the pack kind of like guy. This is it's it. I don't know. I feel like. Well, I, I prefer his brand of, of of building a team over oh, than over, over any, anyone over Phil at this point. Honestly, well, like I'm. This is gonna sound blasphemous. Over like fucking like, I hate the way OKC is doing his shit. This I don't shit. like it either. It's fucking dis- like I understand you hit on your draft picks, but that's in the past. I man. like that if you do it for like a year or two, not yeah. for five, six, seven. You're waste. Cause think of it, if why pay you shy? Have shy? Why pay? Yeah, shy, you have right? shy, and you're not good. The point of the draft is like you have a superstar, but you're- he needs help. So you're not gonna win games because he needs help. So you're in the bottom of the draft. You most likely get a solid pick. You take someone who helps him, and you build up through that. The point is, you're supposed to go lower and lower in the draft until you get better. Yeah. Or use those picks to trade up or something. Yeah. And you're not doing. I'm. I'm my mic's away. You're not even doing that. You're just wasting. Like, just trade shy at this point, man. Trade him. You. You're wasting him. By the time he gets to a point where you are able to compete, he's going to be old and practically useless, a liability, because his game is athletic based. Give him to a team like us, bro. We could really use him. I love Kemba and all, but fuck him. We could use Shy, bro. Oh, I love me some I shy. like Fournier, but fuck you, that. I <laughs> told, told, told you yesterday, man. I know. you. T- I mean, I don't think it's possible because OKC is going to be dicky about it and be like, oh, we want Cade or RJ or something. You're like, fuck no. But, you know. Would you give it up quickly? For uh, for Shy, yeah. Cause it, assuming we keep Rose because it's still we'd have – we'd still have like a guard on the bench who could shoot. And I'd give offense. up – if they asked for OB. I'd, give up, OB. I'd give up OB. I wouldn't give Obi and quickly. I'd give one of them. I'd do Obi, Knox, like a pick maybe. And no, you got to. I definitely think you may have to give up more. Okay, quickly so you too? They have. They have. They don't need. They don't really need guards though. They don't need picks either. <laughs> yeah, <sure. laughs> they don't really need picks. <laughs> yeah, picks are always beneficial. They can trade for like you know. What if they get like everything they want and like Giannis is a free agent or Luca's a free agent? Who? I'm just saying. The what Knicks? If, or no, no, no. OKC. Okay, I'm talking. Yeah, no about. one's going to OKC. Oh yeah, sure. No, when's the last? I was gonna say they could trade. When's the last notable free agent to go to OKC when the team was the? Actually, no one. I don't know. I legit don't know Paul who. Left. No, he was traded. Paul George yeah, was traded know. there. Yep, and he know. resigned, and then he left a year later. <laughs> he said he's gonna stay, and he left right after that. Come on, like, what are we doing? I don't um, know. We've gone off topic, but we can end it on. Give me your final thought, and we can end it. Um, uh, uh, Phil, it's just. The Zins of the Zen Master. No, it's just he's over his head. He's delusional. He's crazy. I probably should be on some kind of medication because, like, why the fuck would you take a job that's that isn't really going to make any sort of difference in your life at all and just waste everybody's time for no reason? 
This is not even an ego booze. This is like you're lowering yourself in the media. You understand this, right, Phil? Like you understand that that everyone hates you now. You went from like a beloved, respected dude to like a shitty ass. Like, dude, if if you ask an NBA fan who was who like me, like who was growing up in in the era when the Knicks were horrible with Phil Jackson, and you ask someone like um. You ask someone who's around 21, 22 years old, hey, what do you think about Phil Jackson? They're going to say, oh, that man's garbage, bro. Bro, there are so many people that were like Knicks fans right now after Phil Jackson was fired. The people were celebrating. Shit, oh, I yeah. Was celebrating. I was celebrating. I was so happy when he got fired. But I'm saying that it's sad to see because he's like, as a coach, he's one of the best coaches ever. He's one of the most innovative, most creative coaches that lived. And then if you ask a kid now, and I don't blame them for this. How do you feel? They're going to say, oh, he's a piece of shit garbage. That's not how a great should be remembered, you know? So it just, he did it to himself. It sucks that he did it. You you aggravated Knicks fans. It's in the past now. Thank fucking goodness it's in the past. But still, like, just a complete useless piece of shit that, that had no business being a part of this organization whatsoever. He didn't want to be there from the very beginning. He was forced into his job, apparently. And I don't even know why, why you would just take that amount of money. It, it's compared to what you've earned. That's nothing, honestly. So that's really my final thoughts on fucking Phil. Um, Steve is coming back. Sometime. Um, hmm. Should talk about in the meantime. Well, wait for Steve. Um, Oh, you're back. All right. <laughs> no, I was just giving up. I was giving up. Giving up. I was just giving oh, up. cool. But uh, what was your last thought? What did you say? Oh, I was just saying that uh, it was a complete waste of time for everybody. There's no reason. You have no business being here. You didn't want the job anyway. The amount of money doesn't make any difference in your personal finances. So you just wasted everyone's time. And you just ruined your reputation and to everyone else. So you, you, I mean, you wasted, you, you played Knicks fans. And thank goodness we rebounded. And thank goodness for Leon Rose. But... You really just like fucked up yourself. Like everyone hates you now. God. And think about it. That was like, what is that? Fucking six years ago? Yeah. Six years Dude, ago. Imagine if. We only recovered <coughs> two years ago. Imagine if Michael. Jo- Did I unplug? Oh. You're good. You're good. Imagine if Michael. Jo- you're good. You're good. You're good. It's, is it? Oh, it yeah, is. Yeah, we're good. good. Imagine if Michael Jordan. Um, remember how he was like a terrible owner with the Hornets? Imagine he was a toxic, terrible owner. Yeah. With the Celtics. And then imagine if his reputation gets ruined because of that. Like, he did something so egregious, so bad. Like, he was a toxic-ass owner. He did just the dumbest shit. Like, he, he wasn't a he wasn't a. We're well, not going to talk about his treatment of Kwame Brown? Oh, wow. What was it again? He, like, berated Kwame Brown. Oh, you did don't... he? I don't know this. I'll send you the article later. Okay. But I'm saying, like, imagine <laughs> if, if Michael Jordan did to the Charlotte Hornets what Phil did. Like, just ruin a franchise. But to be fair, those first couple of years were bad. Bro. I know, but they, they look really, good now, look so it all worked now. out. Yeah, but imagine if MJ now. like ruined them for like he didn't his, he didn't ruin the franchise. He didn't trade away picks and all that. He just didn't draft right. Yeah, but he didn't really waste any like talent. I mean, waste any like like. Uh, there was no you know like what? there was it's no like superstar traded. that was yeah, like that was had their yeah. years wasted. Except yeah. for like Kemba May, but he wasn't like like he was uh, drafted there. He wasn't signed there. He was drafted there, and but they 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 underpaid him though. Yeah, yeah. 
That but, that's kind of fucked up because he didn't do. He was the only relevant guy for that franchise for years. Yeah, because I'm they, saying Phil, in terms of coaches, was in the same caliber as Jordan with players. Like, like they're both. You can argue top like one, two, and three. You know, Jordan's not definitely one. You can make an argument for he's two or whatever. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and then all of a sudden just ruined. You know, like imagine if a young generation just says, "Oh, Michael Jordan, no, he's a piece of shit, like terrible ass, like basketball guy." Like, whoa. I mean, people, to be fair, are think that some kids do think that too. Uh, yeah, people, which is crazy. But I'm, I mean, yeah, you're ignorant for not doing your research, but still, like your public perception, yeah. you know, your first time thoughts, they should be solid at least, not like, oh, you're bad, you know. And it's it's for a good reason because you are bad. You did your job. You did a shitty job. So I don't know what the potential benefit was for Phil anyway. Does he just not care about life and wants to spice things up a little bit? Is that it? Like, I honestly don't see any reason why he would do this. He's smarter than this. He really is. Like, don't tell me he's not. This man just invented a whole new style of offense that influenced, like, our entire league today. Yeah. He inspired the D'Antonis and the Popoviches of the world. And then they inspired, like, the... um, Fuck Brad Stevens and and Nick Nurses of the world. Nick Nurses, fucking Helsmolstra to an extent too. Uh, Budenholzer was under Budenholzer. Uh, Monty Williams, they're more of a mid range shooter. No, but the Monty Williams came from the San Antonio system. He did, yeah. He, I feel like he coaches a little differently. Yeah, but the ball movement is still there. It's good, yeah. Still but it's there. not like it's not like they. Every rely team on is, yeah. Every yeah. team is. Every team has like a mixture of it, which it's, is perfect. It's, it's that's like, what we want in the league. Phoenix is like a heliocentric role that's divided between Booker and Paul. Yeah, it's, mo- it's most like. Mikhail's not really a handler. Yeah. I don't know about this year. I haven't really watched them, but they've been I'm bad. In fantasy, but yeah, no, I saw that. Bad. But um yeah, that that's what I mean. Yeah. So it just sucks that that's how his reputation's ruined. What are your thoughts? I guess to uh, wrap it up because we're running on uh, an hour forty seven. Yeah. Um <laughs> I think people will listen. Yeah, I mean you're really mad. So yeah. <laughs> uh just to wrap it up, this it's this is a portion of like of Nick's basketball that you just don't want to go back to man like it really destroys the reputation of one of the best head coaches to ever uh be in the game and you know like what he did on this franchise for the four years like we're still paying for it we're still like as you know like thank god we have thank god he didn't lose us numerous draft picks or anything thank god for leon rose man i mean because 17 18 was promised but 18 19 was a, a new low Yes, me. Yeah, and that's a result of Phil too. We can talk about that different um, episode, but that was a result of Phil. Yeah, like the f- effects were definitely felt when Mills and, and I mean Mills and they, uh, and Perry they, weren't they much did their best. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> let's uh, I, I, let's hold down on those breaks because <laughs> the next pod, if we do it on Mills and Perry, oh, I'm yeah. gonna go off yeah. because of those. You should go. Of, you know more about that. Yeah, yeah, be, just because I uh, because of the that draft, the yeah. Knox draft. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, I already went off on it the other pod. Yep. So, right. other than that, uh, it's just sad. It's fucking sad, pathetic. You had, uh, you never see a manager, you never seen like a president of basketball operations ever fucking go after fucking players like the way he went after Carmelo Anthony. I'm not the biggest Carmelo Anthony fan, but you don't fucking do that. You don't fucking degrade your own fucking players in the media. That's, That's fucking disgusting. Unprofessional. It's fucking someone, disgusting. Uh, him, too, of all yeah. people. And the worst part is you gave him the no-trade clause, so there was no reason for you to fucking force him. Yep. I forgot about that. Yep. Yeah, you gave it to him. You gave it to him. So you can't blame anybody else. What jersey is that up there? You want to really know? Don't tell me it's Raymond Felton. No. We actually mentioned him on the pod. He was actually one of the guys the Knicks. Sotomayor? 
one of the the draft picks that the Knicks oh, thought God. about. Uh, Anthony early. No, 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 no. And it's no. one of the picks they should have made. Donald but that no. Oh, Dennis Smith Jr. Then yeah, my buddy's got it for me for Christmas, <laughs> just to fuck with me because they know how much I fucking <laughs> <Okay>. hate him. <laughs> but ever since I have that jersey up there, since they got it for oh, Christmas, the Knicks went on a good winning streak, and I keep it up there now. Oh my god, I'm gonna get you something for Christmas. Again, not just not that. <laughs> my parents are like, gonna be yo, you paid <laughs> like 78 bucks for that thing. I was like, no, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, they kept the price tag on it too. Oh my god, oh. disgraceful. Horrible. But, yeah, just to wrap it up, this horrible, horrible f- couple of years there. It's hard to be a Knicks fan during those times. Oh, yeah. Very hard. So, all you Knicks fans who stayed throughout, bro, shout out to you guys. Yeah, really. We can, we've, we're going to get bandwagon fans very soon. Yeah. I feel like we're trending in that great direction. So, any of those, like, fucking bandwagon, like, you know, five-year-olds who think they know Knicks, fuck them. They, they did not suffer the way yeah. we suffered. For I mean I didn't I didn't really watch in the two thousands but I feel like if you can endure the Phil Jackson era of the Knicks and still stick with them and still root for them and truly like root for them you're good you're you're a true Knicks fan dude I last thoughts those guys at the Strickland they like put me on to like the days where like like the darkness after um after the Patrick Ewing days and it gets dark. Like it got, it gets as dark as like. Oh yeah, I mean we had, <laughs> I think in Game of Zones, Walt was like mentioning in like one of the episodes. Um, it was a Stefan Marbury and Steve Francis and Jam- and, uh, uh, Jamal, and Jamal Crawford, Crawford on, on the same, same team. team. Yeah, like what is this fucking <laughs> roster construction? Yeah, what are we like, fucking doing? Yeah, it's like Drummond. It's like having Drummond, Dwight, and Ron and Westbrook run an offense. <laughs> it's not gonna work. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, shout out to those fans who stuck stuck with the team. Yes. Because it was definitely hard. Shout out to those fans who watched Lou Amis and Brick Free Throws on a nightly basis. Oh, man. Oh, I, last thought, I remember I went to the uh, one of the games. It was the year before KP got drafted. I went to one of the games with one of my buddies to go watch the Knicks play the Kings mm-hmm. and fucking DeMarcus Cousins and fucking Ben McLemore fucking went off for no fucking reason. It was fucking disgraceful. They were winning by like 40, and me and my buddy were like, we're out. I'm the done. Kings. The Kings, the man. Kings. The Kings. Vladdy Divac, the owner, shitty owner. It's, oh, an owner. What is? What is he? GM or some? No, he's GM. the owner. No, I think the other dude. Oh the no, Vladdy Divac. Yeah, Vlad- Divac was the GM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Vivek or something. Something Vivek or something like that. But yeah, he was okay. Either way, though, like this wasn't. This is not a good team. It's not a good team. If you lose by twenty, fine. But forty at home. Yeah. Do you remember we gave up 51 points to a Lakers team? This is the bad Lakers team, so and they didn't even Ryan have Kobe. Kelly on the team. <laughs> I don't. I think it was before. It was Steve. Steve Blake didn't even play. Tariq Black. Yeah. It was like Robert Sacre. Oh my god. All right, we're going too far so off. Bad. No, it was when the Knicks gave up 51 points to a Lakers team with nobody. Like I can't. I th- what was it? Marcelo Huertas might have been their one of their main guys. Yeah, <laughs> the fucking lamp shot he had. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. We can end it on that. Okay. Peace out, y'all. Peace out, guys.